Call the police. Tell the sheriff I shot him. Is this some kind of joke? I've been trick-or-treated to death tonight. You don't know what death is. Hello and welcome to Fear What I Fear, franchise deep dive on Child's Play. That's right, we're giving you yet another bonus franchise deep dive this month. We already gave you Halloween with Josh from Victims and Villains, and today I had to hook up with my number one Chucky friend fan, Ashley, to talk about the Child's Play. How's it going, Ashley? Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. Welcome to the show. You are a first time guest for us, so uh, we're pretty happy to get you on. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm always excited to talk anything horror. Oh, yeah. I I know you are, and I with the franchise Deep Dive, my goal always is to try to find someone who is arguably a bigger fan of something than I am. So <laughs> it doesn't have to be exactly, but it's at least close. And when it comes to Chucky and Child's Play, I just, I just knew, basically, of our Facebook friendship alone, that it was going to be a good choice. <laughs> I almost think we both grew up on Long Island. Did you grow up on Long Island? Yes. You did, just yeah. not where I knew you from. Yeah, I grew yeah. up in Center Reach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you moved to Northport, and then yep. that's how we, we knew each other. And then didn't hang out for a decade, probably. <laughs> no, we need to <laughs> hang out and talk more horror. <laughs> yep, yep. Just remained Facebook friends. Didn't even know we were both into horror back then. And then, uh, yeah, reconnected over literally you writing random thoughts about child's play 2 <laughs> on your status when it probably wasn't even october <laughs> no it was it, it was on tv so that's where it did come from oh, it okay, wasn't, cool. wasn't just sitting thinking about the weird opening of child's play oh, 2 but... i'm often sitting and thinking about the weird <laughs> opening of child's play 2 <laughs> um but yeah so we're so excited i mean these episodes tend to be three to four times longer than our standard episodes so i'm not gonna babble um, so before we dive into the first movie, Ashley, just kind of tell everybody kind of your history with Chucky Child's Play and why it's it's one of your favorite franchises, or if it if it is your favorite, I don't even know, but just whatever. Yeah, I would say that Child's Play is maybe my second or third. My my favorite fran- horror franchise ever is definitely Halloween. Yeah. Um, I'd I mean, say Child's same. Play. Child's Play is probably like my second or third out of out of horror. Yeah, all right, so if you have to pick the top, top three right now. Oh, God. Does Scream count? Yeah. Okay. Shit, do we have the same three? <laughs> mine's Halloween, Scream, and then uh, Child's Play. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah, I love Nightmare <laughs> on Friday, but like I didn't, I didn't really get to them till later. I didn't really see them like as young when I was young, young. Yeah. But Scream and everything, like these three I watched when I was real little first. Yep. And then when I got into like my horror love as a teenager, that's when... I jumped into those other guys, and they're great. I love them, but yeah. Yeah, they're not. They just don't hit that nostalgic core with me. Yeah, I can't say that. Like I watched every single Friday and every single Nightmare. Like I, I don't know them like inside and out. Like uh-huh. I would like Halloween, yeah, Child's yeah. Play. Oh, still to this day, you haven't. I feel like I for. I feel gross admitting this, but like no. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, well, I I was a huge fan, and I actually just watched. Friday the 13th 9 and that was the last one I had never seen mm-hmm. so even though I was a big fan for some reason that one I yeah. always just never got around to it yeah finally saw it it was all right yeah. <laughs> yeah so Child's Play I don't I can't remember like the first time I watched it or anything like that I just remember being 
really little, like elementary school kid, young, just watching at least like the first one a lot. The second one watched a lot. That one was always my favorite. Yeah. Um, and we'll get into that like when we when we talk about it. But yeah, I don't know. Child's Play was something that was uh, as a kid. Maybe it's be- the the toy aesthetic. I have no idea. I but. think that's part of it because I think all kids even like 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 Masha's petrified of Chucky and has never even sought out a frame of these movies you know it's like it's i think it's just easy to resonate with kids because he goes after kids he's the size of a kid it's a toy which as a kid you're usually you know hyped up about so yeah i I think it's a reason why most people tend to have a memory of chucky even Mm -hmm. if they don't watch these movies yep nice well yeah i mean i'm kind of the same way had early 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 memories of it i think part of the reason i love horror movies too is because i was a huge scaredy cat as a kid like it wasn't until I was like 14 that I actually like genuinely started to like horror movies. I was always just fascinated by them and my older cousins and brothers would always watch them so like I just it was, I thought it was the cool thing to do, but I was scared to like to the bone of Michael Myers, Ghostface and Chucky. So I don't yeah, I don't have a specific memory of watching the first one for the first time beginning to end. I just remember walking in on scenes, advertisements and him like haunting my childhood and then Later, when I was just watching all horror, all slashers in my teen years, that was when I just like, I just fell in love with Chucky and this franchise because of how similar to Halloween, like how often it's not afraid to reinvent itself and like mm-hmm. take sidesteps and like do something crazy. But and if you don't like that, don't worry. Within like an installment or two, they might go back on track and do it the old school way. Yeah, Which, that's true. Yeah, I it's what, thought about it that way. It's what I learned so much about watching Halloween this last time is. Everything that used to annoy me about decisions and sequels, I now don't care because I know there's always going to be like a new Michael Myers in the future. But, so I, yeah. when I watched Resurrection the first time, I, I was so mad they killed Laurie Strode because I thought that was going to be the last time we'd ever see Jamie Lee Curtis on screen. Yep. And I was like, this is bullshit. Like, that's a bad legacy. But now that she's back and for three movies, I'm just like, yeah, that's like a fun little. And that's how she dies in one timeline. You know, <laughs> I'm not as mad. Or, and I'm also older and don't care as much as I did when I was a teenager. But yeah, it's one of the reasons I was always gravitated towards Child's Play. And then also just learning about it. You know, I think it's, I could be proven wrong here, but it's the only major franchise with you know, the, this many installments that all have the same writer behind every every installment. I agree. That was shocking to actually learn. Yeah. Like as I, as I was preparing like to talk, like deep dive Chucky with you. I had no idea about that until then. Oh, I was really? Like, oh, this makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is why, like, they're obviously ones that, like, are not our favorites, but, like, it's not completely, whereas, like, with Halloween and 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 Friday 13th, like, you see them just take, like, weird, really weird, like, really weird sidesteps. Yeah, yeah. And just completely try... Yeah, I don't know. And like make it their own in a way. Whereas Child's Play, yeah. I, it's and, like a singular vision this whole time. Like usually yeah. with slashers, they're not the most, you know, creatively fulfilling <laughs> type of genre to like live in forever. It's why John Carpenter yeah. wanted out right after Halloween. He was like, I, yeah. I told my story. Like, please, let me go do something else. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then a lot of times studios just kind of take control of them because no one really wants to take ownership. And they just like, you try one, you try one. Mm-hmm. But for this one to, yeah, just be one kind of by all accounts weird dude who just really <laughs> likes to use chucky as a vessel to tell stories and you know the more you learn about him the, the more interesting it is 
And um, yeah, and kind of like yeah, what you said. There are definitely some times where this this franchise is on on a decline, and not yeah. every time they come up to bat it works. But I tend to be more forgiving and appreciate it more, knowing it's just like the same guy trying every time. Exactly. Like you're not gonna, you know, every no matter what band or musician you like, every album is not gonna be great. Yeah. Like you know, they're gonna try. They're gonna do their best. Sometimes they're gonna be real good. Sometimes, yeah. If that is it, Mancini or Mancini. I I, I've always said Mancini, but I, I don't want to be the... Well, I don't we'll just call him Don. Yeah, we'll call him If Don. Don wants to put Chucky into space, he can fucking do exactly, it. Exactly, like, yeah. But, but if some if some punk stu- like studio exec was like, I don't know, put Chucky in space or something, then I'm like, you don't respect no, Chucky. exactly. <laughs> but yeah, if he wanted to do it, I'd, I'd go for that ride. And But then I'd know also, if it sucks, it's not bad, because next time he probably won't be in space. You know, it's like, he'll be back. Exactly. One thing about Chucky is he'll be back. <laughs> And he tends to transition decades better than any other slasher besides arguably Michael Myers. Like, mm-hmm. Freddy and Jason, I mean, they've never really been able... Like, the 80s is where they thrived. And even when they had success, like, Freddy vs. Jason made a lot of money, but it was kind of the end of the... Like, you know what I mean? They're yeah, not there really, hasn't really been anything. Yeah, so there's something there's something to be said about the way Chucky's... Just uh, keeps going. Yeah. Just battery-powered, <laughs> no battery-powered yeah. dogs. No matter how many going. times you light them on fire or whatever you want to do to them. <laughs> Um, cool. Well, we're obviously both pretty fucking jazzed, so let's hop on into the first installment with Child's Play, released in 1988, written by Don Mancini with studio rewrites by John Lafia and Tom Holland and directed by Tom Holland, starring Brad Dourif, Alex Vincent, and Catherine Hicks. And in this movie, six-year-old Andy Barclay's mom can't afford to get him the season's hot new toy, the good guy doll, so she buys one off a back-alley peddler at half price. Little does she know that this doll is inhabited by the soul of notorious serial killer Charles Lee Ray. And that's Child's Play 1. Yes, I mean, this is the one that started it all. I like that. I mean, I feel like most people kind of know that's Chucky's backstory, but I I mean, I guess if you're not into into the... uh, like lore you wouldn't know that but it's uh i don't know it's a it's a pretty inventive way to get you know it's by the time this came out in 1988 slashers were we already had eight jason movies like there was a dime a dozen so you oh, have to come wow, up with like yeah. a gimmick at this point and i think that's a pretty sweet gimmick if you ask me i i can't wait to talk more <laughs> of charles lee Ray, charles lee ray's backstory when we get to uh, Curse of Chucky. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. We'll we'll, but talk. we'll wait on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. As of now, we're just we're just living in the world of yeah. 1988. Right. He like it, that's like he's just he's just clearly like he's a bad dude. He's a serial killer. I love the opening scene to this, and I love the relationship between Charles Lee Ray and Detective Detective Mike Norris. Yeah. And like the the whole cat and mouse like chase thing, because I love when he says like. I'm gonna get you and Eddie no matter what. Like, and it's it's so good. It's, it's so captivating. Yeah, it's it sets like the. Like you could tell Chucky was over the top before he became a doll. You know, he didn't just become like maniacal and weird right. when he became a doll. Because <laughs> I would love. I know Brad Dourif's way too old, but like, oh, I would love. You know, even if they did it in the show with like maybe a younger actor, like a whole. Uh, at first, I was gonna say a movie, but probably an episode of just. Charles Lee Ray as Charles Lee Ray, you know, like like yeah. like years before Chucky, just like I want to see a lot of it, yeah, and see and see what it's like. Yeah, maybe not a movie, but um, oh, and also, you know, I didn't say this up top, but we are doing this to coincide with the Chucky TV series on Sci Fi, mm-hmm. which is coming out this month. Uh, it will definitely be out before this, but we, as of this recording, we haven't seen it. 
I may or may not have gotten a handful of spoilers when I got to hang out with Brad Dura for the day. And by hang out, I mean work work with him. <laughs> but uh, yeah. That, that, uh, Some sacrifices had to be made. Exactly, yeah. So I, I won't say anything, but um, I found out basically what happens throughout the entire season. And I know what the last shot of the last episode is. Oh, Jesus. So <laughs> it sucks, but I'm still going to watch it and be excited. <laughs> but yeah, I got I got the spoilers galore. Um, but yeah, as as far as we're talking here, that hasn't come out yet. But yeah, it's and it's sweet. It's cool that Brad Dourif isn't... Because he's not really known for being a voice actor. He's known for being an actor. So it's cool yeah. that, A, he gets this famous pl- being a voice, but he also gets to play Charles Lee Ray. I feel like a lot of times they would just get someone else to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not necessarily... Oh, yeah, there's like no reason it should be him, you know? Yeah, like, obviously, Child's Play is what he's, like, most well-known for, but, like, I, like I went and rewatched like, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. I was like, holy shit, he's, look how young he is. Oh, um, he's the best in that movie. Like, so good. That's one of the best movies ever, and that guy, he, he crushes it. Yep. But, yeah, people forget he's in Lord of the Rings. He, I never watched it, but he was in Deadwood, apparently, and very beloved for his role in that, but I didn't oh, watch okay. it. I haven't seen that show. But yeah, he's he's fantastic. We also got um, Alex Vincent as Andy, who's incredibly believable as this young kid. I oh, love. Yeah. He's so like wide eyed and like even when, like there's like times where he like clearly is like stumbling his lines, but I buy it because it more seems like a kid who's so like hyped up that like he's trying to talk but his like brain's moving faster than he could you know what i mean like, yeah like yeah. kids don't speak perfectly, yeah you so. know it's like i mean you you know you work you you're a teacher so you know more about kids than i do but yeah like i know kids who sometimes they're like so desperately want to tell you something but they just can't get it out yeah and, like they're like half spazzing out like, i do that so yeah um, it's, for, it's forgivable for young alex vincent so, so yeah there are times where he's trying to like get something out to a cop and i was just like oh this kid's amazing yeah i always wanted to know more of what happened to detective mike after this whole movie like you never see him again and i always thought it would have been cool to see more of him in the other ones like he just kind of disappears yeah and it's like but he was like in charge of like i guess this case or you know he had i mean he's he killed charles lee ray yeah i mean it's less he's in charge of the case we learn like he's Charles E. Ray's is, is his like nemesis. Nemes- yeah, right, yeah. Exactly. Like, it's like they. I, I'm trying to. I can't think of a cop and robber who had a famous yeah. nemesis, but he's like one of those. <laughs> yeah, know, it's so like, like Billy the Kid and whoever the hell was hunting Billy the Kid. When this like fucking killer doll starts like yeah. <laughs> coming up again, he's like, you know what? I'm not gonna. Get yeah, back that into is a that missed one. opportunity. Like even, I did my job. Even <laughs> if that actor, I mean, I I haven't. I don't know anything about that actor, but I assume he's still around. Um, he was in Fright Night. Was he the remake? Or the, no, the oh, original. Oh, the original? Okay, cool. I, I That was one that I finally watched, and I was like, Mike I Norris, didn't think I'd see him yeah. in anything else. But yeah, I mean, that's a good... I mean, again, I don't know what they're going to do with this Chucky show, but my my favorite thing that's ever that's been rebooted in the last like, 10, 15 years is Cobra Kai. I think it's perfect, and it's the greatest way to reboot something without being cheesy. And like, mm-hmm. They always hold a lot of their cards where, because the show's so good, everybody wants to come back. So they'll get like weirdo characters from like part two. Oh, and okay. so I get like, if you're listening, I know you're not, but <laughs> if you're making that Chucky show and you haven't thought about it already, a Mike Norris appearance would be so awesome that to have him so finally sick. come back. Cause yeah, it's like, it makes sense that Andy's his nemesis because like he's trying to kill Andy and get his soul, but Mike Norris should be there. Yeah. You know, and especially when they knew Catherine Hicks couldn't come back for the second or didn't want to come back for the second one. Uh, which we didn't get there. It's like, yeah, Mike could have been, you know, like 
Yeah, know, he, like, like he's always kept an eye on Andy or something, and then you know, just in case Chucky came back, that would have been cool. Yeah, and yeah. just just to I, see from his angle, like just it's like continuing like this pursuit, like it's like it's Chucky pursuing Andy, and like Detective Mike pursuing Chucky. I just think that would have been cool. Yeah, that, it would have been a good. Yeah, not Detective Mike. It would have been Doctor Loomis and uh, Michael Myers. That's you know, it true. Been Mike, Mike and Chucky. It would have been great. <laughs> Everybody's got a guy, you know. Exactly. Um, like J- Freddie's got Nancy, Jason's got uh, Tommy. It's, you, could, you could always do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, just all in all, to just talk just about like the not the story of the movie, but like just the movie itself. The way they use Chucky is so good, and I got to imagine it's half kind of the Jaws effect, where like we weren't there yet, where we could have a Chucky do anything, so they had to get real creative on like when to use him. And all the movies do it, but this one has the most uses of like little people as Chucky. You know, like, like, because they have to get around oh, the fact okay. that the puppet can't do as much. Um, but because of that, they keep him off camera more. And, like, this one's, you know, Chucky's, sometimes he's scary, sometimes he's funny. I think mm-hmm. this is probably the best example of, like, a scary Chucky. Because he, he makes some wisecracks, but he's mostly here as, like, a straightforward slasher. And just having him be that little small guy yeah. is, is so good. He doesn't have that goofy take yet that we start to see later down the line. He's yeah. just a... He's just a serial killer in a doll. Who takes pure delight out of killing. Because he does laugh yeah. maniacally like when he's choking Mike in the car and stuff. So he's still Chucky, yes. but he's just, yeah, he's not a... We're not hearing don't fuck it's with the Chucky It's not a caricature yet. of Chucky Yeah, yet. yeah. He's, by the way, when I met Brad Dourif, he, uh, he, he agreed with me. Uh, and I believe you when he said he much prefers to play a scary Chucky than a funny Chucky. Oh. Yes, and he said, and he said we get some. He said it's a mix, but there's definitely scary Chucky in the show, according to him. He was promoting the show, so he's obviously not going to say anything bad. But that's what he said. Ah, he likes to play the scary Chucky. Yeah, I mean, why not? Why wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine Brad Dourif at what he would have been probably 55 at the time saying, "Oops, I did it again" in the Britney <laughs> Spears scene. I can't imagine he's feeling creatively fulfilled. Oh, <laughs> But yeah, I mean the the pacing on this one's perfect. Like it's it's so fun to watch. Like I can I, I go back to this one all the time. It's every, like the the way the mystery unfolds, and you know they don't play with it a lot. But I like the way in the world I buy that everyone thinks Andy's doing these killings. You know the fo- his footprints match Chucky's size and all that other stuff. Uh, so yeah, that's, yeah, that's all the best. It sets up for a great like who done it. Like obviously. I mean, I don't know. I, it's hard for me to think back. Like, are we just biased to know at this point that it, we know that it wasn't Andy? But, like, I'm trying to remember, like, watching this for the first time. If people wondered if it were Chucky or if it were Andy. Yeah. Um, Because of, like, the footprints and everything, it sets it up so perfectly to be, like, is it this doll or is Andy just crazy? Or, yeah, like, I think it kind of works, but only, I think... Only for a little bit. Yeah, and I think if you saw it in the theaters, it would be impossible to not have known the marketing. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Just looking at the, the cover yeah. alone, you'd be like, I think that doll's a killer doll. Mm-hmm. But I always think about it, because I, I like, that's why Masha's the greatest litmus test, because she hasn't seen so many movies, and I love to just pop one in and not tell her, and then like, you know, a twist that everybody <laughs> knows happens in the first 20 minutes, and she's like, are you kidding me? And I was like, you didn't know? Like, you know, it's just like, <laughs> like, so it blows my, so I love that. So she already knows, you know, I'm talking about Chucky day and night up in this house. So she, she already knows Chucky's a killer doll. Mm-hmm. But if she didn't, I bet, I bet she could be, you know, like, huh, I wonder where this movie's going. Because I do like that. But yeah, going forward, that only works once also. Yeah. You can't. It's definitely just fun, like, I think, and, like, going back to, like, how we were kids, like, watching it, like, watching this kid that's, like, 
I didn't do this. There is a killer doll. You don't believe me. And just that like that pain of like not being believed that like some something that you know is so true. Yeah. And yeah. everybody else like that are like adults around you has been like, you are crazy. Yeah. And it's And you're gonna we're gonna put you in an asylum actually for a little bit too. For yeah. part of this movie. We are. <laughs> Which is and he has that amazing crying at the door scene. It's, that's oh always I'm like, get That get, kills me. Get Alex Vincent. Maybe not an Oscar, but get him something. You know, get him hope they bought him ice cream that day because he crushed mm-hmm. it. Yeah, it taps into that kind of childhood yeah, fear of like all these adults who are supposed to be protecting you, don't believe you, and and then leaves you vulnerable with this doll. Yep. And then also, you know, like he genuinely believes Chucky's his friend for the first half of this movie. Yeah. So, you know, not that the movie plays on this too much, but there's got to be like a level of kind of like betrayal too where he's like, oh shit, like just like my dad, someone who I trusted, you know. Yep. I actually I feel like... I don't remember, which is a, I'm a bad fan. Is his dad dead or is his dad just gone? I don't know if they mention it ever. I, don't, I feel like maybe they did, but when you watch all these in a row like this, everything blurs together. Yeah. So I don't remember. But either way, he's a, he's a single or yeah, his mom's a single mom. I don't remember. But yeah, I mean, I think this one, it's just, it's got such good... Uh, yeah, pacing, horror, you know, I, I already showed my cards that I do like Scary Chucky over Funny Chucky, so, I lo- you know, tons of the sequels are great, but I just, I think this one is like prime Chucky right here, I love this one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, anything else before we do a Best Worst Kill? Uh, just, um, it is absolutely Dr. Death's fault for, <laughs> for Chucky, oh for Chucky in the first place. <laughs> Dr. Death's fault for Chucky in the first place, and Dr. Death's fault for his terrible reaction skills to when Chucky comes back like he's just like you wait here while I go call the police like it's just like dude like oh yeah and that voodoo doll I made of me is next to you you know like he just like <laughs> underestimates him and I'm just like <laughs> why did he make a voodoo doll of himself in the first place I, I, I don't know it's... I would never I would never uh, like create something that anybody could just pick up and go well yeah gonna break your leg today <laughs> yeah, yeah especially like or just teach magical arts of like resurrection and and all this stuff too. Just a, a serial killer, like a, literally a known serial killer. Like he's it's insane. I love how little thinking they put into like the voodoo aspect of this movie. Like they're literally just like, oh, we'll just use the word voodoo and people will understand. Yeah. Like there's no folks culturally. This is not actually Absolutely whatever not. voodoo is based in. I don't even know if that's the right term for all I know. That's like an offensive term. I don't know. <laughs> but it's it's very silly. And they just use it as like a way to... Like they literally have a Voodoo for Dummies book in one of the future movies. So oh, yeah, they, yeah, they literally yeah. just use it as as just like a throwaway. Yeah, yeah, yeah magic. You know what I mean? Yep. Um. Yeah, Dr. Death, he stinks. We should... Yeah, I don't know. I was going to say we should have him come back. And I was like, that doesn't make sense. No, we shouldn't. <laughs> you want to do quick do best for his kill? Yes, I think this it actually noted it this time. So best kill. Um, I put the doctor at the hospital that's electrocuted just because he was an asshole. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I do think that... He was an asshole. <laughs> I do think that the uh, voodoo death was interesting. Like, but I wrote, but shitty feels because... It's so sad when it's happening. Yeah. Like, you don't want it to happen. Oh, no, you he's don't. A nice, he seems like a nice guy. And he's like, I mean, he's clearly there just to dump the exposition of, like, how Chucky's magic works. Yeah. You know, because we, we learn in the movie that Chucky, if he stays as a doll for too long, he'll start to become human and can actually be hurt by, you know, bullets and gunshots. So he has to put his soul in the first person he revealed himself to. 
It's very convoluted. That happened to be Andy. Yep. You know, it's just insane. Magic uh, gobbledygook. Um, but sweet. I like that. I'm going to go Aunt Maggie for my best kill. Yeah. Mainly because I just like, you. Just, there's no way you can see coming how insane this kill is. Like, you can see it coming. She's going to get killed. It's got all the telegraphs of a slasher movie kill. Mm -hmm. But you just assume it's going to be like it's a knife or something. You don't expect her to just take a hammer to the head, somehow take like three steps up a ledge, and then just launch herself out of like a four-story window onto a car. I just remember the first time I saw it, the escalation, I just like literally was like, are you kidding me? Like, I, was, <laughs> like, I don't even know. Check it. Yeah, it's, it's insane. It's my favorite. It was, was, was it a little like the toy hammer? Yeah, it was. It was like a little, it was that... from the play. Yeah. Uh, I don't the, get the good it. Guys yeah. And like, how did Chucky get to the angle to like surprise her with it? You know, yeah. like, like she turned around and, you know, the camera's angled in a way where we, easily we don't see, but she'd see the whole room. Like, where the hell was he yeah. hanging from the ceiling? Uh, Give her a bop my favorite kill <laughs> and then uh i'll go worst uh i picked eddie caputo for the worst kill um not i didn't i thought the gas thing was a, you know it's a fun idea but i just thought it was too kind of fast and impersonal for chucky and eddie because eddie all we know is that eddie kind of fucked chucky over and it would have been fun for at least to see them have kind of like a face-to-face -face, i thought and kind of like you know just confront each other before he killed them like, the mm. fact that we never really got that, it just felt a little unsatisfying to me. Like, he was just like... I yeah. actually weirdly like that one a lot. Oh, nice. Because I like that, I like that entire scene. Oh, yeah. I like, yeah, I like a lot of the scene around it. Yeah, like, yeah. it's so, it's so eerie to me. I don't know why. I think it was, like, little Ashley, young and innocent, watching, watching a, a slasher movie, but yeah. also just, like, <laughs> yeah. where it takes place in Chicago and, like, seeing him, like, living in, like, um, like squatting and stuff like that. Yeah. It's like, you, as a little kid, you have no idea what is for sure what is going on in, in regards to this. Unless but... you're Andy who just hops on a bus <laughs> with his doll at six years old. I'm going to get on the bus. It was, and... was a bus driver thinking, like, yeah, it's Chicago. Fuck <laughs> it. Shit's rough out here. Yeah, that whole scene of just watching him, like, he knows that, like, he knows that Charlie so Charlie Ray is dead, but he you can also tell that like he's he has like he's like waiting for something. Yeah, yeah, he's like and uh, just like watching him like walk around and stuff, and and the shots of Andy outside like yelling for Chucky, and he's like, "What the hell is? Oh, it's just a kid!" And boom, I think it's so cool. I like it. You no, know, I, I think I'll, I'll give it <laughs> I to do you. agree. It's really really fast. Yeah, for like. The revenge that he wanted to get on him. It's like, yeah, he just, yeah, yeah. just wanted to light some I guess gas. this is the more I watch it, I'm just like, I want more lore. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. What, uh, did you have a worst? Uh, I always, I forgot to write down worst. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe for me, it's You and Maggie. Masha be best friends. Masha never does it. <laughs> Maybe for me, it's Maggie. It's like, I don't, fucking the, little hammer. <laughs> for the same reasons I love it. Like, yeah, I just exactly. love it for how stupid it is. And you're like, I don't like it because how stupid it is. Fair enough. All right, sweet. Let's keep this train moving. We are now going to Child's Play 2, released in 1990, written by Don Mancini, directed by John Lafia, starring Brad Dourif, Alex Vincent, and Christine Elise. And it is one year since the events of the first movie. The cops have denied any existence of Chucky, which has led Andy's mom to being locked up in a psychiatric center and Andy to be put in a foster home. The good guy toy company rebuilds Chucky in order to prove he was a normal doll. In the weirdest plan by a company I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, can we talk about? <laughs> yeah, I, I love this movie, but some of this uh, setup is 
straight up nonsense. Like there's yeah. like like the way we get rolling is weird. Once we're rolling, I love it. But yeah, this toy like start we start with this board meeting, and they're all talking about Alex Vincent or Andy, I should say. Yeah, and and they uh, and how him I guess talking about Chucky being real was enough for them to you know have to like kill the good guy doll line and everything, and so mm-hmm. they decide to rebuild the original doll to prove there's not a killer's soul in it. Or I don't even know, do they, say, do they even go that far? I know they say they want to rebuild it to prove there's nothing wrong with it. Is that what it was? I think so. Is that why they rebuilt the same doll? Yeah, yeah. They say it in the meeting in the beginning. Like they're like, I, have, I don't know why. I always like, block like, the meeting out. Yeah. yeah it's, I mean, you're better off to <laughs> like, start. Like, get to the good shit. I think you could start this movie after the meeting and you'd be fine. But yeah, yeah it's like, it's them just being like, yeah, we have to, if we if we rebuild it, we'll, we can prove it to everyone there's nothing wrong with right, it. And this yes. kid's crazy and we can go back to making good guy dolls. And then they go... Yeah, and then they, like, I don't even know, like, clean well, they, him up and, like, scrape him up. and. Yeah, they scrape, they, they clean him up nice. And then there's that scene where with, um, the guy gets, like, electrocuted. Yeah, like, like w- well, the- yeah, while they're building the doll, it gets struck by lightning, <laughs> which I guess. So it's not that the fact that they rebuilt the same doll. By the way, based on the rules and the magic of the last movie, none of this makes any sense. No, it doesn't. But it's a slasher movie. I mean, who the hell, we've seen everyone get blown to bits 500 times but uh yeah it gets struck by the lightning that one guy dies and then that basically gets chucky back going maybe it's supposed to be like a frankenstein thing where like he's i think it's very it, much like, supposed to be like, a frankenstein well, thing <laughs> yes but like <laughs> which is kind of why i don't like it oh because, the electricity brought him back and yeah he survives another day I, I don't like when they did it with jason i don't like when they do it with him i i just kind of feel like it's like kind of easy to do at this point. Like Frankenstein's been around for 50, 60 years. <laughs> We've seen the references. It almost just seems like a way to write yourself out of a corner to be like, I'm homaging Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. In reality, you just didn't have a no, better way to do it. Just got some shocks. He's back. Yeah. He's back and kicking. And like, why did that lightning come right at that same time? And it's just like, mm-hmm. but yeah, the, the way Chucky constantly comes back and the concept of what his soul is becomes so stretched and worn by the end of this. This one makes the this one makes the most sense out of the rest of them. Oh yeah, I'm saying by the end of the series. Oh, I know it like, gets so. Like, I guess as I guess there's just yeah. They just start making new rules. Yeah, we'll I mean, get to that. You got it. Oh well, yeah, part four has some new rules for sure. Oh god, I but, do. This is my absolute favorite one, and I think it's similar to to what we were saying with like why we like Chucky in the first place, like being kids and stuff. But like this whole. Just like with Andy, like clear, like he was a he's not that he was alone in the first one, but like now he's with a foster family. The dad hates him. Yeah, and he he's dealing with like this PTSD, and he's just trying, like hoping, just a kid hoping for the best that that dark time is gone. Yeah, um, it's, it's I think it, it does a real good job of upping the isolation from the first movie, like yeah. for a sequel instead of. You know, they did it. They did more in the right way, because yeah. yeah, not having his mom. You know, we saw how hard it was for him to even convince his mom, who you know, arguably, you know, loves him more than anyone in the world. So how the hell is he gonna convince people who, you know, don't really care about him? Like his foster family, they're, yeah. They're, in theory, they're nice people, but they don't like really care about him that mm-hmm. way. They're just like, yeah, he's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I love that angle. The foster foster family foster house setup was awesome for the sequel. I feel like the colors like really pop in this one for some reason it feels more child like two whereas like the first one was very um 
I don't want to say dark. Like it didn't have like a filter or anything. Like no, but, yeah, but I know. Yeah, yeah, I know. More like I, I almost want to say like rusty. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas this one feels like very vibrant. So it's like I feel like it's just very captivating in general. The, the, I feel like the it gives it more the of factory a... and like those yellow boxes really yes. help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. The colors around like the house too, like a lot of like bright blues and pinks and stuff like that. Like that's what I think of when I think of Child's Play too. So it's like this very almost almost innocent like feel like aesthetic to it but there's a serial killer doll making its way to yeah, the foster house exactly <laughs> and i think they did a real good job with the other uh, with the kyle like andy i was gonna say foster mm-hmm. sister but i don't think that's technically true the other girl in the foster house yep. and uh like she was a great just kind of like addition to it to kind of give andy that like, kind of role of his mom but still make it different enough and then make it scarier by making her... I mean, she's older, but she's still a kid, too. She doesn't mm-hmm. really have the authority that... Like, the way her mom... His mom in the last movie could talk to the cops and kind of try to make things better. Like, like mm-hmm. him and Kyle, I kind of feel like they're both... They have each other, but, like, that's it. And I yep. think that's a real good... It, you got to anchor these movies with, like, a little bit of heart or just, like... Yeah. A little bit of, like, true worry. That's kind of when my movie... I don't. I can't connect to these movies when there's nothing from... Like, no humanity for me to connect to. And this one, like they crush it with that. Like I, it's not my favorite. I like I, um, but it's high up there on the list. Like I, this one's freaking yeah. awesome. At the end, like it's both of them in the end, really in the end of this movie against Chucky. Yeah. And it's kind of like they, throughout the whole movie, they only had each other as well. Like they're the only ones that know what it was like to like be in that position. And Kyle's kind of like a, uh, like like kind of like you said, like a. Uh, a role model for not maybe not the best role model but a role model for him yeah for sure yeah so like as a whole i like a lot of this one it's just there there are some like moments and lines like kind of what we're just like the electricity stuff in the beginning that i do find just a little bit sillier because you know it is a sequel so sometimes it's going to be just a little uh a little silly at times and uh I just love that, that when he kills that one business guy, the one who always like wants to pay with the Amex gold card yes. or whatever. <laughs> and I just like love that guy gets in his car and Chucky's there. There's a, there's a talking doll in his car with a gun pointed at him. And he's like, freeze or whatever. And then the guy just like looks at him. He's like, what do you want? And I'm like, dude, you just found out killer dolls exist. You would not just be like, com- like if there was a regular human robber, you'd be more scared than what do you want? Like he said it as if it was like his friend bothering him on the phone. <laughs> and I was just like, I don't know, we could have done a second pass on that. But I mean, that comes with some of the charm on all this. That's like, true. you know, this, it's he always going to be a little really silly. Well. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the other thing, just story wise that I can't, I can't condone because we, we talked about how much we love Mike Norris in the first movie. By having the conceit of this one be that Andy's mom is in a psych ward because all the cops refuse to like acknowledge that Chucky was alive, just kind of paints Mike Norris as a piece of shit. Because that just means after that movie, he was like, "Oh, Chick's crazy." You know what I mean? Like, yep. like he just spent this whole movie fighting Chucky. His friend, we see his, his skeptical friend gets attacked by the hand at the end, yep. and then like without any explanation because he's not in this movie, we have to just assume he just was like sold him up to the river and was like, yeah, I'm going to go work somewhere else or whatever. Obviously, that's probably not the case. And if he comes back, it's probably going to be a different story. But I'm just saying what it insinuates. I can't, it I, does. Can't I can't stand for that. And it's not, it, that wasn't cool, Detective Mike. That <laughs> yeah. was not the cool no. thing to do. <laughs> Especially we find out later, you know, him and Andy's mom get together. So it's like, right. You know, <laughs> like somewhere what, along the line, she happened? forgave him for that. Yeah. 
Either that or they, we're going to find that he was in his own psych ward and we just don't even know it. That's what I was wondering too. Like may, maybe they were also like fired and they were like, get the hell out of here. We're not, we're not selling the story. Yeah. And then I love, I don't always think bigger is better in sequels, but the whole end sequence in the uh, toy factory is the shit. Like to up it up from, yeah, I love the small intimate fight in the living room in the first movie, but yeah, this one's fucking sick. That it's is, so good. yep, and I, like the, the yellow boxes everywhere and everything like that, and the the whole, it's just so cool that it it ends, would that have been the same factory that, no, 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 because it was in a toy shop in the, in the first movie, never mind. I oh, think yeah, it's just yeah. cool, it's really cool to like have it end there. Yeah, and uh, they found even more ways for them to like demolish Chucky down, like the first movie he gets shot and burned and ripped apart and this one he's like literally melted into like these yes. different figures it's awesome yeah i wrote like frankenstein's to death yeah <laughs> just like completely demolished there is some times though during those scenes when chucky's on andy's back holding a knife to him and he's running around it looks a little silly i'm always thinking of uh luke with yoda on his back in star <laughs> wars when he's training you know <laughs> he's just like running around and it's clearly just like a chucky doll and his feet's dangling it's it's not i don't hate it but i'm saying it just makes me laugh it is goofy that's definitely goofy yeah but um are we gonna get into best skill oh yeah let's do it so i i I feel like this like i was gonna go into this but the dude at the factory the i guess like the is he like security Uh, like the night maintenance guy yeah i I was talking about this with 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 steven this was on this was actually on like in the in a dive bar that we go to all of they were showing have all the all the child's plays on nice why is there one fucking guy working overnight in this factory (laughs) (laughs) why for convenience of a kill really uh but his death is is definitely is one one of my eyeballs replaced because it's just it's so creepy yeah all right that's my best also i got that it's just so inventive and crazy and it's like, I love when movies, like, use a setting for a reason. And, like, if you're going to put a toy factory in, you got to mm-hmm. do stuff like that. And that's that's what I want to see, you know? Yeah. Um, like, one of my biggest, you know, we just did an episode on, on Enough, the Jennifer Lopez movie. And there's a scene where she's, like, learning how to fight. And her trainer, like, out of nowhere while they're talking, he just, like, lifts up a lemon. And without even thinking, she just, like gouges her two fingers forward and like gouges two holes in the lemon like it's like a training exercise oh, okay. and i was like oh shit i can't wait till that comes back never uses it once it in the movie and i was so bummed I'm like you can't do that you can't you know you can't just like i was like i was so waiting for just some creep to come up on her and she just like take both of his eyes out with that this, is like, the cl- worst thing claw I'm, technique yeah, yeah i'm learning it's like when movies don't go back to something and it's like what was the point of why setting that in it the up first yeah, yeah so if you're gonna if you're going to show me a machine that can put eyeballs into toys, you better put a mechanic's <laughs> face under there because it was yes. fucking awesome. And yeah, the way he looked afterwards was bananas. Yep. Um, and then I already kind of talked about it earlier, but I think the worst is the guy, the lightning guy in the beginning. I just felt like they put it there because of that whole thing. Like when people say, oh, we should have a kill every 10 minutes, otherwise people would get bored. I felt like they put it in there for the lack of an opening kill. And it just didn't need to be there. And I, I like yeah. Chucky to do my killing. I don't need nature to do my killing. Like, you know, I don't, it's, it was, yeah. I don't need nature to do it. <laughs> that's what real life is for. I can, that's, that's what, those are tragedies. I like, I like when Chucky does it. Yeah. I don't know. They, they, I'm thinking of like, I'm trying to think of the other ones. Like there's like Joanne, like I will say this with her, when you spin her around, it's, it's not, it doesn't even look 
It doesn't really doesn't look like a slit throat. It looks like like paint around like yeah. her neck. From what I'm remembering. So maybe I don't know. I like a lot of them. I would maybe yeah, say the late the lightning guy too. Yeah. Maybe the guy in the car because that I don't know. Eh, I like that a little bit more. I, I think the lightning guy is the only one I had a true like. I just felt like if it was taken out, nothing would change. The whole movie would be the same. My second favorite would be Phil also, just because he did a, a dick. Oh, dick. yeah. No. How's it hanging, <laughs> Phil's the greatest part. I love part. that. Yeah. How's it hanging, Phil? It's the best. Yeah, yeah. Definitely you got the it. best. If, if Eyeball Mechanic wasn't that good, that's how good Eyeball Mechanic is, that it beat out <laughs> an awesome choice. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's truck along. Making a decent time. We are now up to Child's Play 3, released just the next year in 1991, written by, you guessed it, Don Mancini, directed by Jack Bender, and starring Brad Dourif, Justin Whalen, Perry Reeves, and Jeremy Silver. And this one is eight years after the events of the last film. The Play Pals company has recovered from the bad press brought on by the Chucky murders and begins creating new good guy dolls. Meanwhile, Andy is now a teenager in military school when Chucky returns again to get his revenge. I thought for the longest time growing up that that was still Alex Vincent. <laughs> really? You just thought he got real old? Or, like, are they waited? But I, I didn't have a concept of time yet. Like, yeah. I didn't know when movies were... And when you saw I, them on, when you watched them on TV back in the day, like you were lucky if you got any information. Yeah, like, you'd have to go to the guide channel and then wait for it to come around, and then maybe it would say the year. Like you know, my brother had all of them. Yeah, and I just I don't know. I guess I didn't know when they were coming out, or or they just showed up. So I thought that I definitely because I was still oh, I really little. Yeah, yeah, I, I was like, oh, it it looks to me. I think that that was a really good like. A really good cast for an older Andy. Yeah. Um, I also recently, for the first time, just watched Serial Mom. Uh-huh. Oh, and, I love that and movie. he sent that in the masturbating scene was scary. Oh, yeah, 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 um, yeah. The whole time I'm like, oh, it's, it's Andy. Hey, you Andy, saw, what are you doing? You never saw Serial Mom? No. Oh, that's, that's a great one. such for, a good movie. For Halloween time, that's a great comedy. Such a good movie. But so other, other than that, I've I've not I've not, not seen that kid like in anything. Oh, yeah, so. me neither. Um. But I had the same thing between Halloween 5 and 6 where I thought that was Daniel Harris older when I was younger. Because <laughs> cause also it was six years in between those movies, so mm-hmm. arguably she could have been. But uh, yeah, I had the same thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, this one, I do like this one. But the, like I mentioned up top where it came out a year later, I actually looked it up. It actually came out nine months after the second one came out. Wow. So it was like in production when they were finishing the second one. That's crazy. So yeah, this like, you know. It's, they were just banging them out. Yeah, like they were like, let's keep this Chucky train going. I feel like nowadays they would probably do like what they did with the Halloween kills and ends. They actually shot both of those back to back because they knew... They they like they they wrote the whole story and they're like let's just shoot these back to back and then we'll release them a year apart oh, as okay. opposed to like I mean those movies haven't come out but I think that's gonna work out better than just being like all right another team get to work on the next one while we finish up this one right um so by all accounts this one was supposed to be a lot bigger than it ended up being this is the one where he wanted to do like multiple Chucky's and that was the idea of like Chucky comes back in this one because his blood gets dripped into the batter of the new good guy dolls yes and so he thought like logically that blood would be spread out through a lot of dolls and so it would be like multiple Chucky's. Yes. But they, this studio, like, we have no money, we have no time. There's no there's, there's no way we're doing that. I wrote opening, how did not multiple Chucky's spawn from that huge vat of liquid? Yep, <laughs> exactly. That's that's what that's what Don thought too. <laughs> but he had to compromise there. Uh, and then they even play with it too. I like when, when he's killing the toy maker guy and he sets up those two Chucky dolls on the, on the desk. 
yes. at his desk and they're like talking to each other. Yeah. It's like, I forgot their names. It was like, hi, I'm Tommy. Mm-hmm. Hi, whatever. So like maybe that was him just being like, I want to do multiple truckies, but I just can't get, I can't get around to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you mentioned that we got a new Andy this time. Um, uh, I do like him too. I mean, I'll always be partial to Alex Vincent, Alex Vincent um, just because he's so good. But yeah, I think mm-hmm. this kid does a good job. The military school setting is probably, is pretty weird for a horror movie. It's not like generally scary, like when you just think about it on its own. But I don't hate it either. I think they do a pretty, some pretty inventive stuff mm-hmm. with Chucky at the military school. What do you, what do you think about that? Um, I, this was growing up until, until more Chucky movies had come out out of the three, like the original three, this one was my least favorite. Oh yeah. Because I, I could not relate it to it at all. Um, I wasn't into the military stuff at the time and I just kind of thought it was boring Uh huh. and, and rewatching it. I, I was able to go into it with a new set of eyes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was Steven's favorite. For those that don't know, my husband is actually his favorite because he loves the the like the shootout scene, like the 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 paintball. Yeah, he loves he loves that part, and that part is really sick. It's probably it's probably like the most inventive part of the movie. Um, it's for those if you guys haven't watched it, Chucky. They're gonna have the cadets are gonna have this big paintball war as like an exercise, and Chucky, although impossible switches the paint bullets out for real bullets in one of the guns so they'd end up killing you know doing a real shot but i love how their paintball guns look like real guns and look like they have real bullets like i don't yeah. think these, the makers of this said they're just like we don't give a shit there's no way you can't just put real gut bullet in paintball no it would not work yeah, that but way. it's in the context of the movie it's fucking awesome it was really cool the going back though to the the opening credits for this one with the freaking factory because i just have to have to rant oh yeah the fact that, I mean, yeah the opening of this one's insane like so the explosion happened in two at the end of two like yeah. where chucky like gets filled up with air and like explodes and splatters everywhere and it's yeah mess. and his guts go all over the factory yeah they just ne- they just closed up shop and didn't reopen until that day and just popped the machine back on and we're like all right oh yeah you don't and- know you don't know how businesses work when they go out of business <laughs> they just on the last day they walk out the door they lock it and they just leave and no I one don't- ever comes back <laughs> I shouldn't care because in reality they they still would not be possessed either but it- it, it is so really funny. Is that I don't think that bothers me, but like when like the company people are talking and they're like, "We're gonna, we're gonna reopen and bring Play Pals back." Like I was like, "What have all these guys been doing in the last eight years? Like, did they all get different jobs?" And then he's like, "All right, guys, <laughs> we're gonna reopen Play Pals." It's just, yeah. yeah, it's just like the last movie. It's hard to buy the opening, but again, I don't care because I just want Chucky to be. Like, you know, again, mm-hmm. I don't care. You know, Freddy Krueger gets pissed on by a dog with fire piss in one of the movies, and that's how he wakes up. So it's like, <laughs> I've tolerated worse. So just like, just get me there. And yeah. as long as it's not insane, um, I'm down with it. I do think that the opening, like, the effects are really cool with, like, the the blood and everything like that. And, oh, like, yeah. him, like, being, like, just melted back together is really cool. But what, re-watching this, I was like, what? The whole fucking place is covered in cobwebs. <laughs> I know. It's like it doesn't. And they just turn the machine back on and it just starts going. As if like some other company couldn't, wouldn't lease that space and find use for those machines. Like I was like, <laughs> nope, just leave it, leave it. And it was, I think it was too many cobwebs for eight years. That was a lot <laughs> of cobwebs. That was, that was yeah, like a that Halloween was like an party. Abandoned, yeah. abandoned factory. <laughs> but um, yeah, and also because Andy's older now, we also get uh, Tyler in this one, who's the new kid Chucky wants to get, or t- get his soul and take over his body. 
Uh, I like Tyler. I feel like they don't do too much with him, but I do like him. I like his like weird enthusiasm and his un- his unbelievable uh, astonishment at a good guy's doll commercial. And he's like, "Wow!" I was like, "Okay, kid, it's it's a it's a cartoon." You know, I was like, "You have like a Sega Game Gear right there." Like, what do you? What? I'd be <laughs> yeah. way more amazed by the video games than the the uh, good guy commercial. Yeah. I think it, it, I guess it, again it goes back to like the whole I keep going back to the sad like childhood like lonely kid trope but like he was just excited to have like a good guy friend but this kid needs more social awareness he like the like Chucky comes out like jumping out of the box and he's just like ready to just hang out yeah. with like oh, the yeah. killer doll he's like who the fuck are you and he's like you're not supposed to swear. Yeah, yeah, this kid, like, Chucky's acting has gone down since the Andy days. Like, he really <laughs> turned up the friendship with Andy and this kid, like, he gives him the full Chucky and this kid's just, like, so lonely. He's like, dude, I know you have problems, but believe, I need yeah. a friend. Like, let's let's hang. It's, yeah. it's fucking nuts. He doesn't question him ever. He no. just does whatever he says the entire time. The only time he questions him, I love, is... You know, because Chucky always calls his the soul transfer thing playing hide the soul, like yeah. he did it with Andy, and and he does it with Tyler, and it fails. And then like later, it's like the third act of the movie, and he's like, "Come on, Tyler, let's play hide the soul." And he was just like, "I'm sick of that stupid game, Charles. You never. It's so boring." And he's like, <laughs> and I, was like, like him, "I was like, finally, this kid got some backbone." Yeah, oh, but he not always calls him Charles anymore. It um, doesn't work. Yeah, he's the best. But from a story standpoint, I think it's also a pretty good job of the, like them finding a way to recreate Andy's kind of isolation as well. Because he is like this very young kid in a military school full of older kids. Yeah. And we don't really learn why or the details. But like basically what we learn is that his dad is off like in a, with a high-ranking position in the military. And so he's basically being raised on these military schools because he doesn't, I don't know, we don't know why he doesn't have a mom. But yep. so, yeah, he's just like his dad's not around. He clearly loves and like wants his dad to love him, but he's just like all lonely. Yep. So, yeah, I think that was like a, a good story way to kind of give us a new Andy thing, but with a twist. Yep, exactly. But I kind of agree. Um, this one is a little bit more boring than the first two. Like I, I, I applaud the pacing in those first two. And yeah, this one, it does kind of slum a little in the middle, but it does just have some batshit crazy moments mm-hmm. that I just, I'm kind of into. Like, I'm into <laughs> the crazy barber who seems to be, like, sexually into cutting these kids' hair. Like, it's not explicit, but it's, you watch that guy's attitude and it's fucking creepy. It's creepy. He loves to run his fingers through young boys and girls' hair and tell them who needs a haircut or how long it's been since they've had a haircut. Yep. Oh, this guy. uh, Presto, you're bald. Presto, you're dead. (laughs) That's a really good one. That one's a good one. But also, this guy's definition of bald is... like He gives not that short of haircuts. For someone who really (laughs) loves short haircuts, they're always like... Because I, I, you know, I, I go full bald now, but I was, I was shaved head for a long time, and you know, I, I, I was, I went down to a number one. That's, that's as close as you can get before you start going like down to the head. And yeah, <laughs> this guy was doing threes and fours. It was, it was, <laughs> it was insane. Um, and I gotta say, I think we all need to be grateful of the bullet we dodged, of all the chances for Chucky to be racist as fuck in this movie, and it doesn't really ever happen. We get the one line of Chucky's gonna be a bro, 
at least that's way more cringy than it is like fuck. Like if Chucky dropped the no, N word, yeah, it yeah. would be a real a real tough pill to swallow on rewatches. But like yeah. you know, like yeah, Chucky's a villain. I'm not I don't expect him to have the most politically correct mm-hmm. views on things. But I'm just saying, I think we dodged a bullet. It was nineteen ninety one. He easily <laughs> could have said something way worse than Chucky's oh, yes. gonna be a bro. Oh yes. <laughs> and no one would have batted an eye yeah. either. It's a classless phrase, but it's not on the spectrum it's not too bad (laughs) we get don't fuck with the truck on this one yes um i was gonna mention the garbage truck scene where the oh yeah Um, that's a great scene oh god that one fucks me up (laughs) when chucky pretends he's a kid like he's like help me i'm stuck oh i just the guy yep and the guy just gets crushed and i've never learning what happens in a dumpster and in like a like yeah Ooh. Yeah, being like crushed by machinery is weirdly a fear I have. I don't know why. Like whenever I'm around like a big, like I used to work at Stop and Shop and we had to crush the cardboard in one of those big balers and like I would like set it up, close the gate and then push the button and take like four steps back. I don't know why. Like, you know, like it was all this tons <laughs> of safety. Was, it was this gates. movie. Yeah, it would have been real hard for me to get anything in there once it was going. But I was, yep. I was just like, I'm not like, I see what this thing could crush. Yeah, my, my his bones arms nothing. sticking out with the blood and everything. Like, not that it was like gory; it was just like it was just traumatizing yeah. in a weird way. And then I don't know. I do find after the awesome ending of the first one, and then this great ramp up of the second one, the ending of this one is a little underwhelming. Yeah, um, you yeah. Know, they go to that amusement park, but they don't do too much with it. And then Chucky just mm-hmm. basically kind of like falls on that big fan and gets like yeah. you know, like it just didn't. F- after everything we've seen him ba- go through, it's like that just feels like ah, eh, they didn't know. It. Again, nine months. Like, yeah. To make an entire movie and release it in less than a year is bananas. Like, yeah. It's one thing if it was like a full year later, but... So, I don't know. I don't hate this one, but because of its just rushed kind of aspect of it... It felt, it felt rushed. I was surprised, like, that we were... How quick the, the ending scene was. I remembered it being longer when I was little. No. But, uh, yeah, as, as an adult, like, rewatching this... It goes really, really quickly. Yeah. And then this one is also like we're, we're getting into the whole, a lot of the characters are just a little bit of caricatures in the sense of like the bad guy is just like an asshole cadet. There's like the girl tomboy. There's the nerd mm-hmm. guy. Like they're, they're less, it's not quite like Kyle and Detective Mike where they're like, they were like real characters. Yeah. And we're getting more into what slashers usually do or the worst yeah. ones do. Where it's like the nerd is hanging out with this person. Yeah, like the headmaster or whatever you call him. Like it's just like a complete. Oh, the colonel. Yeah. It's headmaster Charleston and Gilmore Girls. Oh, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> and it's the same character. <laughs> oh man, that's the so funny. same exact character. He's just he just left the just... the academy after this shit. And he was like, <laughs> I, I need I need a I'm break. Go work at a prep school now. It's a little bit easier there, but go... I still get to be a total twat. Oh, I'm gonna go deal, <laughs> deal with the antics of a Gilmore girl. I, I, I don't even know what happens in that show. I, I imagine they got antics. They got up to antics. Uh, best worst kill. Um, I'm gonna take Steven's side here. Paintball gun switcheroo is my favorite kill. I re I rewatched the kills and I weirdly I actually like the opening scene with the uh I guess what is it like the, the CEO the or toy whatever. guy I, I love that one yeah I I think that that's really creative the suspense with all the toys going off like here and there and I thought that that was really cool I dig it yeah. I do think that the shootout though is also like one of the best. I wrote, I wrote opening kill is pretty good with the toys and suspense. The shootout is most creative. Garbage man with most traumatizing. <laughs> nice. 
Uh, I think uh, the one of the reasons I love the paintball gun too is because I think it's kind of the perfect Chucky kill because like Chucky likes to like fuck with people. Like you know, it wasn't just that he like like even with like Andy, he wants to like make him go insane and make everyone in his life like turn against him. You know, it's not it's not as simple as like oh I just want to kill you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think this one's great because he's not only getting this one kid killed who gets shot, but he's kind of just like emotionally fucking the rest of these survivors up yes. like especially the kid who pulled the trigger so like he's yeah. like he's kind of doing like a lasting you know yeah. it's, it's doing lasting damage so even the ones who walk away are still gonna just have like ptsd over paintball for the rest of their <laughs> life at least that's very that's really true yeah it's would, just it's just fucking with them would you have for worst i guess the colonel for just having a heart attack oh snap i, I do like that one i that's the thing i also like that one a lot Maybe it's the barber because it's just like presto. Like the line is good, but it's just I do think that the heart attack is it's funny because he's you because Chucky's reaction is also that's it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it subverts your expectations as like a horror fan, but then there's also like this is a killer. Like someone's someone might have a heart attack if they yeah. saw a walking talking doll like yeah. before it even did anything. You know what I mean? Yes. So I don't I don't hate it. I just feel like it's it's a fun way. Mm-hmm. I went barber. Um I just felt like there was so much build up for how weird and creepy this guy was and then yeah, I think it just happened way too fast his death. Like, More could have happened in yeah, that scene. I don't know. I don't even have like a better an alternate to throw at them. I'm just yeah, I just was like, man, we had so much so many scenes of seeing how weird this guy was. Mm-hmm. I thought it was either I thought it was gonna build up to something a little crazier. Yeah, like he could have like slit his neck and I don't know. It just it could have been done, maybe with some crazy hair tools. I don't know, like shave his whole scalp up, not just like his hair. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, some something. just something crazy. So now we are moving on. Okay. On, on to Bride. <laughs> yep. We have, we have a break in time to Bride of Chucky, released in 1998. Written by Don Mancini, directed by Ronnie Yu, and starring Brad Dourif, Jennifer Tilly, Catherine Heigl, and Nick Stabile. And this time, Chucky is resurrected once again, this time by his former lover, Tiffany. After a lover's quarrel, Chucky kills Tiffany and transfers her soul into a doll of her own. The two team up to trick the couple of Jesse and Jade into getting them the amulet of Dembala and the two new bodies to inhabitate. So yeah, remember all that lore we had uh, in those early movies? We're just gonna kind of throw half of that out, make up some new shit, and just act like... It's an amulet. That Charles Lee Ray was wearing the night he died, even though... Absolutely not. By 1998, uh, home video was very much a thing, and we all could go rent Child's Play 1 whenever we wanted. <laughs> like, I get it. They used to do that way back in the day before you could you know get movies at home sequels would just make up whatever they wanted because they just figured like it's not playing and like you're not gonna remember what happened in you know frankenstein's revenge so yeah (laughs) but i was just like guys we can all go watch that scene again like you didn't have an amulet and dr death mentioned nothing about an amulet i started to question my reality like was he wearing an amulet and like go back and no no it was never mentioned uh and also like i don't get why like i get I understand why this movie, because this movie is a complete departure in tone and style than the other ones. Like this is, this is like rock and roll Chucky, you know, we'll get into all that. But like from a story perspective, I don't get why just like make up new shit. Mm-hmm. Like it's easy enough to play on the ball pen you came up with. There could have been somehow some reason, some way yeah. that Tiffany could resurrect him. It just always bugged me. I'm yeah. Like, right. Yeah. They've done it before. So why couldn't she just like put him back together and, and yeah. more lightning? <laughs> yeah. Or, so- 
So like I mentioned, this one is the 1998, uh, definitely the post-Scream Child's Play. I, I, I equate this one to Halloween H2O so much. They're both like, hey, Scream was a success. Let's make a hip, like, sexy teen version yeah. of our thing. It's the same director as uh, Freddy vs. Jason. Yep. So so he's, yeah, he's like the style guy. Like, yeah, this is a very stylized movie. And this one's a real big fan favorite. I get a lot of enjoyment out of this, but it all boils down to my whole... I love these movies for being horror movies, and this one like rides the line real thin on whether it's a comedy or a horror. Like, uh, it's probably more of a comedy, but it's it's got just enough horror in there where like it's it's not yeah. like the next installment. That one is a straight up yuck yes. fest. It yes, I can't wait to talk about that more with Seed. Yeah. But yeah, this is not one. It's my least favorite one. I think. Whoa. <laughs> Oh my god, I don't know if I go I, that far. There's a lot to like in this one, I think. I I I don't. I have my reasons and I'm ready to back them up uh, when we get to them. Let's um, do it. But uh no, it's, it's it's for that reason. It's it's because it doesn't I feel like it doesn't know what it wants to be. And it feels the least chucky. It, it's I, I think it was like the whiplash I feel like of going from like the first 3 to this one. Yeah. And we've added like Tiffany in and all of that stuff, and I, I, this is where Chucky starts to become a character, caricature of himself. Yeah, for sure. And like the whole doll things, and like dolls, the, like smoking weed and had, having sex, and it was kind of like. And like, I don't even know how. Like, I'm actually just thinking about it now. Like, how would the Chucky become? Because you know, by by all accounts, each sequel made less money, and the reason we didn't see one for like seven years was because three really made less money. So like. I don't know why, like, during the, for this, Chucky went to WCW. Like, he did so much stuff to promote. Like, there was, Chucky was everywhere promoting this movie. Mm. And, like, I was just like, huh, I wonder why, like, people were so excited for it. Because, yeah, it is jarring if you don't have seven years in between for for just a tone shift from the from the last one. Yeah. Um, but, it, you know, you this one did make shitloads of money. And I feel like the series might have been dead if they didn't do this. Yeah, I I agree with that. Yeah. And the marketing was everywhere and I I definitely saw it when it first came out and I just but I just I just remember like I must have been like what year did this come out? 98. Oh, okay. I I'm thinking I'm thinking that it was even later. I think it I just remember watching this and and going like yeah, like that's come on. Like I don't know. I just thought it was cheesy. <laughs> I think yeah, I definitely liked it more when I was a teenager and it's Every time I do, uh, you know, when I did this last rewatch, it does fall down more and more on my list, especially as we get more entries. But I could see, like, especially if you didn't like three and there was only four Chucky movies, I'd be like, Bride's pretty, pretty sweet. Like, in the in the mm-hmm. grand scheme of it. Um, and I am a sucker for some of that kind of just scream Kevin Williamson style, like, referency humor. Kind of, you know, in the opening when they're getting Chucky out of the evidence depository, there's, you know, we get a hockey mask for Jason, a chainsaw for Leatherface, Michael's mask, Freddy's glove, and just stuff like that. You know, it's like, I, it's not going to make it a good movie, technically, but at least there's something fun for me so to like. with yeah. that, though, are we supposed to be in a reality where all of those, <laughs> they're oh, I think real? Just, yeah, I don't think you're supposed <laughs> to even think about it. Like, I think it's uh, just... See, it's, I, yeah. I'm like, are we watching? I was like, oh, okay, so they're all supposed to be real... I mean, it's the People? same when uh, w- when John Ritter gets uh, a bunch of nails in the head and then Chucky makes a reference, oh, he looks familiar. It's supposed to be yeah. because he looks like Pinhead. Yes, yeah. So, yeah, if you really think about it, it's like, what do you got? You and Pinhead hang out in between movies? Like, what are you trying <laughs> to tell me here? 
with the Chucky's franchise, going from like the first three, also now shifting to Bride, we start to see something that I noticed watching these seats in like a marathon. Chucky is now like the main character. Yeah. Versus like Andy being like the main, like the guy that we're rooting for. Yeah. Which kind of pegs like, are we rooting? I guess we're rooting for Chucky now. Yeah. He kind of he crossed over into the same way we root for Freddy and all those guys. Um, but yeah, and that is one of the reasons why I'm defending this movie because I think it's a lot of fun, but, uh, it's never going to be one of my favorites because as like a movie and a story, I can't relate to it in any way. Mm -hmm. There's no real main character. They try to do something with Catherine Heigl and her boyfriend, but I frankly just think they stink. Like, I just like, I don't like, I don't like the, I don't like the the script they're given. I don't like the way they're delivering it. I don't really care about their story. And they show up like kind of like too late in the film for me to even care really i mean after they show up yeah. late but they just don't have much to do until like the later half of the movie everything with chucky and tiffany has to happen first yeah so they, they come in kind of in the middle yeah so it's yeah the lack of the main character does make this one suffer so i i think this is a great fun watch like if i think if i had a bunch of people over who necessarily didn't really care for chucky and it was like like hey we're gonna have some drinks and just like watch some horror movies like this might be one i pick i think it would be a, a more bigger crowd pleaser than child's play 2 where i'm like no you don't get it he's isolated in the home they'd be like eh, whatever like this one's got you know john ritter being a piece of shit so yeah. they might enjoy it you can have it on in the background for like the i feel like the shits and giggles of like a chucky movie being on yeah versus like one that you really want to sit and invest in and have to watch and pay attention to yeah yeah i mean and you know it had this I, remember, I do remember everyone talking about the puppet sex scene between Chucky and Tiffany just because, like, oh, the puppets are having sex. <laughs> um, I do remember, though, before rewatching it, though, that my memory of it was that it was way grosser than it actually was. It's, like, kind of, not that it's tame, but, like, you don't really see much in this. It's mostly, like, in shadows and, yeah. and implied. I think I was thinking of Team America World Police where two puppets <laughs> have sex and it is brutal. <laughs> like, just, just the shadows, just the shadows. Yeah. And then I do, you know... I complained that I thought the ending of the third one was not a good escalation. I think this ending was kind of even worse in terms of like, it just felt so small. It was like the, when the ending just kind of climaxed in that little graveyard, not graveyard, wherever the hell they were. Mm-hmm. And him and Chucky, him and Tiffany just kind of have like a little fight. And then he gets shot a few times. And yeah. it's like, and that's the end. I just feel like you set the bar too high with one and two with how like, how unstoppable Chucky is and how they really have to tear him down. And this one was just kind of like, yeah. I don't even remember what she says. Tiffany has some kind of pun and shoots him in the heart. Oh, no. And he's like, I always come back. And she was, and he's like, yeah, but dying hurts like a bitch or yeah, something. Yeah, but dying is such a bitch. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I just felt like I was like, eh, we could have had a fun little escalation. <laughs> I did laugh during the shovel fight, though, because there's a part where it cuts to like an overhead shot of the shovel fight. And that's when they're clearly using two little people in costumes. Mm-hmm. And it's just so funny. Like. When it's obvious that it's not a Chucky doll and it's a person playing him, it just looks so weird visually to me. It just always makes me laugh. Oh, maybe that's... I, I've never really, like, noticed it, like, actually noticed it. Yeah. But sometimes, yeah, when he just kind of looks more... Like, he's just his movements are too fluid. Yes. Because it's the same thing in the first one when he kills the doctor with the electricity thing. Like, when he runs around him, like, his body. Yeah. It's, it's only feet. And, you know, when it, it's only feet, you're definitely going to use a person. You're yeah. not going to do puppet running and i just i'm always just like oh wait that's that's not chucky like (laughs) he he moves a little more slowly um and this is also the first one to end on a cliffhanger so it was kind of made with the idea that like 
this franchise will continue. I mm-hmm. do feel like the last three all ended being like, yeah, we're probably, maybe we'll make another, maybe we won't. You know, so it's, uh, I don't know, that's always interesting because slashers always end with some kind of like yeah. final. And also that it's going to end with like this type of unit, so to say. Because it's like she, like the, like, she gives birth at the end and yeah. like the baby pops out. And so you're like, okay, Weirdest this is going to yeah. go somewhere weird. <laughs> but also like we're not, like again with the lore getting thrown out like there's nothing about a time limit of like being a doll too long you become human because that would have been cool if they kept that where it's like what if they didn't realize that they've stayed dolls so long that they became human enough where they could get pregnant you know and like Mm -hmm. instead of just like she was just pregnant for like the shock value there was no story reason for it yes they had sex but like Mm -hmm. it you know it didn't even make sense that chucky had a dick like it was just like it it doesn't yeah like you know he's like (laughs) He's like, I'm an anatomically correct, baby, or whatever. <laughs> who would, who made Why? that doll? Yeah, we all grew up with dolls. We all, we all, you know, curiosity peaked us with a Ken doll. There's never anything there. Like, there's no reason for anything to be there. No, <laughs> it's a child's story. <laughs> oh man. And then some others. I didn't like. Uh, I like my references to be a little more subtle. So I thought, obviously, Bride of Chucky's a play on Bride of Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. I love that Tiffany died via electricity because, uh, you know, like Frankenstein comes back to life with electricity. It was like a cool reference. But then they had to like spell it out by having her watch Bride of Frankenstein on the yeah. TV and show her doing the exact same scream as the bride. And I was like, ah, now nah, it's not fun anymore. Yeah. You know, references are only fun when it's like you're like part of a secret club where like, oh, only me and some people got it. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't, it does not a detriment to the whole movie. But then when it's like every, you know, it's just not as fun. Yeah, it was definitely spelled <laughs> out very, very big. Um, any other thoughts? You just want best worst kill. I will say that I love Alexis Arquette in this in this one. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. scene, that entire scene was just hilarious, and and I forgot how much of it took up, like how much how much the setup between like Chucky and and Tiffany and or in the way he pretended to be a murder. Yeah, yeah, care- like, yeah. Damien was like, "Look, I murdered someone," but it was really just. He was like, him. "He's actually really soft inside." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, I and, forgot and, how much of that was. Yeah, I like that too. And I liked how he was kind of a commentary on us where he was like, she pulled out the Chucky doll and he's like, Chucky, that's so 80s. Like, who the hell's scared yeah. of that? Like, it's supposed to be of like, that was probably what the marketing people were saying. We're like, why would we make Chucky in the 90s? Like, no one's scared of him anymore. Yeah. I think that, I think I actually think that that's one, one of my favorite scenes, which is in the beginning. Yeah. Once Catherine Heigl and the, and the dude come in, I'm like, I don't know. I just yeah. It's, it's, it does open way stronger than it ends. Like, mm-hmm. I think the, the first kind of act is probably the best part of the whole movie. Yeah. Um, and uh, I know it's, it's a little, con- I don't know if it's controversial or not, but I, for this movie, I like the stitched Chucky look it's controversial i don't want it i don't want it forever but i like it in this one you know i can tell you don't like it <sighs> i never liked it uh. i think i wrote down i never liked it <laughs> um i get i get why it had to happen because he was she had to sew them together it makes sense and but, just like you know it's the saint your mama's chucky so they were trying to make it nice and like you know cool and you know, i don't know <laughs> yeah i think pop culture wise i hated that every time after this movie was made, anytime you saw a Chucky doll, it had to be stitched up. Yeah, I th- maybe and I missed, I missed yeah. the old Chucky. That's probably why I have the reverence for it because all of my Chucky not like I definitely wasn't following anything prior to 1998. I was eight years old, and I remember a specifically seat of Chucky coming out in theaters. So like, 
Mm-hmm. That that was my formative Chucky years, so to speak. So to me, default Chucky. It was the way like I always thought Pierce Brosnan was James Bond because that's just who he was when I was a kid. So right. I was just like, what do you, like when I found those other ones, I'm like, what are, you, what are you fucking talking about? Like, yeah. I see him all the time. It's, it's him. He's selling me watches on the TV. <laughs> so like to me, like that was Chucky. And then it was like later that I even realized like, oh, it was a redesign. You know, he didn't always look like this. That so, makes sense. That makes sense. So yeah, I, like I say, I don't like, I don't want it going forward forever, but I, I dig it. I think it's, <laughs> it looks pretty cool. Um, I'm gonna. I'll do my best kill here. Mm-hmm. Um, I gotta go. John Ritter taking the nail gun to the face. Um, I think the prosthetics are just fucking awesome. It looks really cool, and it just helps that it's like a famous actor because it's just hilarious. Like you don't normally get that. So you got like someone as famous yeah. as John Ritter, and then that little added touch he does where he keeps twitching afterwards. That always like. You know, that was, like, too haunting for a movie this funny. You know, like, I was like, that's, like, a fucked up, like, thought. Like, that means he's, like, his body's still, like, shooting nerve impulses. Like, I don't know, it just makes it too real, and that's why I like it. John Ritter was like, I'm going to do this right. Yeah, he's like, I'm an actor. So I'm, I know what happens when you get nails in the face. So I did research, and it's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, I wrote down, I really like that one, too. I, I, now I'm like, ugh, this one, I, 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 I like this one a lot. The, when they're at the, like, honeymoon sweet and she throws like the champagne bottle at the mirror and like it all lands on the couple yeah i think that one's that really one. sick and i feel like they i feel like they redo that in curse of chucky they do. or a cult of chucky. yeah like yeah or yeah they do like a an elevated version of that mm-hmm. for sure but yeah i thought i, I thought that was really cool at I the like time i also really like the the nail gun yeah i would love to pick alexis arquette's because i think the scene before the scene before it when they rip the uh ring you know out of their lip yeah that was brutal and the way you saw the blood go on on their chest but the actual kill of chucky sitting on their face just didn't do it for me so it's like i can't pick that one because i thought that that final actual kill was kind of lame but yeah the The torture part the torture part and the blood coming out from the lip was brutal yep i don't know a worst kill i can't i can't think of I mean, there was the the guy, uh, the friends that get that gets hit by the truck. Oh yeah. Or a bus? Or the truck. I don't bus. remember. Is it a vehicle? <laughs> I, I had to go with uh, Officer Needlenose, the one who was always following them. His car just kind of gets blown up, and it goes back to my Eddie Caputo. Like I like up close and personal kills. Yeah, yeah. It's just never. I don't like when when slashers are blowing people up. It's <laughs> too easy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would uh, agree with that one. And so, if you didn't have a good time with. Bride of Chucky, what if we double down with Seed of Chucky? Released. Uh, <laughs> I like this one more. <laughs> Yo, podcast is over, folks. This is insane. I can't. I can't. Not I, because it's good? Let me get through my spiel here and then we'll discuss. All right. <laughs> so, Seed of Chucky, released in 2004, written by Don Mancini, directed by Don Mancini. And starring Brad Dourif, Jennifer Tilly, Billy Boyd, and fucking Redman, I guess. <laughs> um, this movie opens on a talking doll named Shitface who lives in England as a ventriloquist doll. Knowing nothing of his past, he travels to Los Angeles after seeing on TV that a movie is being made about Chucky and Tiffany, who he believes to be his parents. To get the plot down alone, it took me three, four rewrites on that. Like, I, I don't even know how you could explain this movie in three sentences. Like, that was the that best is, I could do, and that was even, like... 
That is really hard. Yeah, it's, <laughs> this movie is fucking insane. It is insane. It simultaneously picks up with the cliffhanger like of the last movie, but also mm-hmm. like just doesn't explain anything. You know what I mean? Like it's like I don't yeah. know how Shitface made it all the or yeah. He eventually gets named Glenn slash Glenda, but I just found that the naming Shitface that was my favorite joke in the whole movie. <laughs> they really don't and in the in the rewatch of this one i because i've only seen it once before rewatching it yeah, I was yeah like, this is the one i've seen the least yeah. i was i was just downright offended by it yeah as a fan like <laughs> not, not, not like, for reasons people get offended as a fan i was just like what'd you do to me here was like what the f- what the fuck is happening in this in this franchise here but okay but yeah they really they really don't explain i don't even fully understand how they like, like how, how, how they came back to life. Yeah, but they... Was it the amulet in? I don't remember because they're not the classic Chucky and Tiffany dolls in this one. They're like the animatronic versions of themselves that the movie studio built for the movie of Chucky and Tiffany. Mm-hmm. But I actually forgot. How did they come back to life? It must, I can't, have, it must have been the amulet. I can't retain this movie's... Like, I remember some kind of scene of like a guy working on Tiffany and then like... Yeah. Them coming to life and killing him, but I don't remember how. Yeah. Also, folks, I don't think it matters because this it doesn't the matter. plot in the in this one just is barely existent. I I wrote this down. You got New it. bodies. So how did they get revived via amulet here? Oh, because they're in new bodies. Yeah, so it shouldn't So how would why would the amulet be yep. working? That oh yeah, that makes no sense. And then my other biggest beef is Glenn slash Glenda slash Shipface is watching TV all the way from England. He sees an interview with Chucky and Tiffany and notices on their hands it says made in Japan. And then he looks at his hand and it also says made in Japan. And that's why he thinks they're his parents. (laughs) But we clearly saw Tiffany give birth to him in the last movie. And that doll was not the doll that says made in Japan. Yeah, it wouldn't say made in Japan. Yeah, like the animatronics for the movie were made in Japan. But like the original dolls necessarily weren't. Very true. So it's just like. And that's what I don't get about this one because it seems to give the least amount of shit about continuity and like lore and everything. But it's also the first time Don Mancini's directing. So it arguably, I mean, I don't know the behind the scenes, but I imagine he had more creative freedom on this one than he did on any of the other ones. So it's like, I just don't get like why. It's like, like if he if this was the one he didn't have anything to do with, I think I would understand that. You know, I'd be like, oh, I get it. Someone else tried. It didn't work. And he went back to it. Mm-hmm. But like... You know, the last one was comedic, but this one is just, it's like a comedy, but it's like a weirdly crass and gross one that I don't even find that funny. Like, <laughs> I, I can't, I like, I like my, ba- I like it when they're so bad, they're good when they don't know it. But like, this one's really trying to be funny, which makes me not want to laugh at it. You know, I'm just like, fuck you. That joke is stupid. <laughs> I think with this one, I take it for what it, what it is. What is it? Ex- <laughs> you tell exactly. me. I don't know. I I think with this one, um, it's more obvious, I guess, of what it's wanting to do or want to wanting to be some like really like a horror comedy that is just kind of fucked up. And I think that I can take that better than Bride of Chucky, which was like coming off the heels of like the screen, like 90s, like teen horror slasher film. But knowing what it was like before, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I like that this one. Not that I, I this one is still at the bottom of my shit list, <laughs> yeah. but I, it's not one that I would put on 
out of all of them. Yeah. But I don't know. I think I just understanding that it's meant to be so ridiculous um, and then such a caricature of itself. Whereas in Bride, I don't think I don't think it knew that it wanted to do that necessarily. Yeah. Like it kind of did, but it was like afraid to. Whereas such one just goes balls deep. Yeah, <laughs> like, it does. And like from everything I've read about it, I mean, like Don Mancini is openly gay and he did say he's always kind of wanted to tackle some of those themes in one of these movies. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's what he was going for with Glenn, Glenda. Because yeah. it, is, it is a very, you know, it's it's someone who's on the gender spectrum. And a lot of stuff that we weren't really talking about in 2006, at least not in the mainstream the way it is now. Yeah. Um, so I get it. But like when I watch the actual movie, like it just doesn't like come to anything. And it almost seems it's like half of this is just excuse for like Chucky to make jokes about how he doesn't like... You know, he, he wants him, his son to have a dick. And so I'm just like, I, I understand where you're coming from, but I just don't get the execution. The Yeah, I don't I don't like, think it, it that this should be the example of, here is horror tackling trans rights yeah, and, yeah, and like, gender. Like, yeah, like, I don't know if you could plant the, the flag of like, ah, like queer identity is, is strong in this movie. But, but it's just so interesting because, you know, it's like he clearly had something he wanted to say. Mm-hmm. I just don't, like, I don't know what, it, but... But really, like, outside of this movie, the one thing it does keep is the gore. Like, it is a very gory movie, so that has that element of the horror. But other than that, it's in no shape, in no way is it ever, like, lit like a horror movie, have the tone of a horror movie, ever go for a genuine scare. It's always, like, even the gore you're supposed to kind of laugh at. Mm-hmm. You know, like, John Waters getting with the acid on his face and all that, you know? Yeah. It's, it's like, it's meant to be like, oh, shit, you know, unless to be, like, horrifying. Yeah. Like, there are other horror comedies that are more horrifying than this one, for sure. This one is just kind of like... Yeah. Like, a joke, so, like yeah. a joke of of hey, a killer doll movie. Let's and, and go. I, yeah. And I love horror, <laughs> horror comedies. It's just the humor is not for me. It's just so much, like, piss and cum. It's just, like, it's so gross. It's very <laughs> 2004. <laughs> it's, I, get, I get one kick out of the beginning opening opening scene when the little girl's going you're pissing your pants you're pissing your pants but even like i'm just like i guess like i I, what a weird way to start this movie i do love his accent it's so funny oh yeah oh glenn glenn Glenn, i i think i just i think i like this movie for glenn i think that glenn is i think that glenn is hilarious i don't think chucky's hilarious yeah i think that glenn's accent i I don't know what it is like his his responses i i shudder to think if we ever get glenn's return though because like yes i don't in a movie that i hate he is something that's not bad but yeah i don't want him back under any circumstances like i don't need another storyline but yeah like when i said the him being called shitface is my favorite joke it's more specifically because of his accent when he first meets chucky and (laughs) tiffany and they're like who are you and he's like Shitface. Like, like he says it like with such like an innocent like wide eyed. <laughs> That's why I love it. Shitface. Um, but, yeah. yeah, I like it for Glenn. Every every, every other character, uh, I don't. Yeah, the the turkey basting impregnating scene oh, is disgusting. God. Like, and then I guess did they <laughs> thinking back to Don't Breathe? Like, is that where they took that from? Oh God, maybe I don't know. <laughs> but at least that like it's like. I don't know. It works in that one because you're supposed to be like horrified and disgusted, and it doesn't actually work. This one, like, yeah. I'm like, am I supposed to be laughing? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then I, I've rewatched this ending so many times, and I can't make heads or tails of it. And Me it either. seems like none of the sequels seem to care either, because <laughs> since this ending, there's been little to no whatever set up 
with Jennifer T- or Tiffany having a house and like this big birthday party and Glenn and Glenda are now real boys and girls. Yeah. And, you know, there's like the evil is in the girl, but the innocence is in the boy. And like, it just doesn't really make any sense. And then she kills her housekeeper and then Chucky's arm comes back. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I it's wrote- seriously, it's bizarre, folks. If you haven't seen it, just Google that shit. It's insane. Who sent the arm to scare Glenn? Tiffany? She seemed ready to be rid of Chucky at the end. Yeah. And like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, I, I like where the story goes after this, but there's no way to connect it. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. Oh, Glenn is good riddance yeah. by the next. There's no mention of him. Chucky is not talking about his long lost son no. or daughter. <laughs> yeah. Or like the fact that that movie ended with like Tiffany hating his guts. No. And, and yeah, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, and then and then she's like back and ready to pick him up at the at the end of the next one. It doesn't make any sense. No. Am I getting curse and cult mixed up? She shows up in the next and yeah. at the end of no. of curse. Yes. Yeah. Spoilers. No, I'm kidding. No, this this whole thing is spoilers. <laughs> Everybody should have known. Yep. Not <laughs> going into this. Alright, what do you got as best kill? I said John Waters because some of, a lot of them were kind of boring. Yeah, I said I the feel same like thing. This movie. I think there's a pretty cool effect to the way he died. And that's like the case of, I think, a cameo actually working. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, arguably John Waters might be the most famous like gay filmmaker of all time. Mm-hmm. And so like for Don Mancini to be, you know, quote unquote, tackling these themes in this movie, it's it makes sense for him to have him be in it as opposed to like Red Man or whatever. Yeah. And then worse, they got to go Britney Spears. It's just the worst fucking scene. And that, what, that wasn't her, right? <laughs> no, it wasn't. In the world of the movie, it was. But it wasn't actually her playing. Yeah, it was yeah. a lookalike playing her. But, yes. But yeah. yeah, in in the world of this movie, Chucky runs Britney Spears off the road <laughs> and then looks to nobody and says, "Oops, I did it again." <laughs> Fucking oh God, hate it. Terrible. I just, I just hate it. Like I just, I just, I picture Brad Dourif just being like, "What am I doing?" Like you know, it's just like, it's "Why sucks. are you making me yeah. read these lines?" <laughs> that's my worst. I think that's my worst in the series. Worst death. Do you have a worst? Oh. Uh, uh. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I. Uh, there was the one with the girl from S Club Seven, Emma. Um, she she played Jennifer Tilly's assistant. Oh, okay. I don't even remember. Like, yeah, I would say Britney Spears getting run off <laughs> for that line. Just terrible. Yeah, it's just and just like why? It's, and it just seemed like like the joke wasn't funny and like. I don't know. It's just such an easy target. You know what I mean? Like, it was just... This uh, was... It I wasn't mean, clever. It wasn't anything. Yeah. Like John Waters, at least, that was, like, somewhat clever. Like, I could understand why. And with the Britney Spears thing, it's very... It's very with, like, oh, okay, this is, like, 2000s. Like, kind of like you said, like, it's just... The movie's, like, with that kind of comedy, it's just a lot of, like, a lot of... What did you say? Like, a lot of calm, a lot of, like... It's just yeah, a lot of, like, calm. dick jokes and, like, Honestly, sex jokes. Honestly, I, I and... feel like this movie's way more related to, like, the scary movie franchise than it was, yes. like... It, like, it has way more of that DNA than it does Child's Play. Absolutely. It's just trying to just, like, yeah, like... It makes me think of that, like, early 2000s, like, kind of humor. But, like, American Pie had come out and, like, all of that sure. stuff. And I think that's why I know I hate this movie because I was also 14 when it came out. Like, by all accounts, I should have loved it. Like, you know, like because I, mm-hmm. I loved Scary Movie. Like, I had a very 
you know, childish sense of humor. I was a 14 year old boy. So mm -hmm. like, you know, dude, where's my car? I thought was a masterpiece. So like by all accounts, this was right up my alley and I still didn't like it. Like I was just like, this isn't <laughs> like it's scary. Just too ridiculous. This isn't as smart as scary movies, which I can't believe I'm saying, you know, and it's like, which isn't that smart of a movie. But it, I mean, with scary movie, right? That's, that's playing off of, it's playing off of the tropes of all the movies that we like. And you know what whereas it is. Curse of, yeah. Whereas Seed of Chucky is just like this weird abomination that came yeah. from one guy's mind and scary movie is not a sequel to an already established it wasn't halloween five scary movie you know like it was like right. it was it was it was his own thing right this is uh child's play five scary movie <laughs> oh, all right so let's move on to the next one because i gotta i gotta wipe that taste out of my mouth with with an installment that i enjoy <laughs> With Curse of Chucky, released all the way in 2013, the biggest gap between movies so far. Written by Don Mancini, directed by Don Mancini, starring Brad Dourif, Fiona Dourif, and Chantelle Quiznell. And the plot of this one is, Nika is a wheel-bound chair... Oop. <laughs> wheel-bound. <laughs> Nika is a wheelchair-bound loner who lives with her mother. When a mysterious good guy doll is delivered to her house, her mother mysteriously dies. Nika must come to terms with her mother's death and deal with her visiting family while uncovering the dark truth about this doll named Chucky. I love this one. <laughs> this one. Ah. That, but what I said was like, I didn't get how the last one was written, directed by Don Mancini. Like when you put this one and Seed back to back and say it's the exact same person wrote and directed it. It's crazy. Like, how? Because it, you would argue with the first one. It fucks with you. Like, the first one, he wrote the script, so the studio bought it, and then he was gone. He wasn't, like, uh, two other people rewrote it, uh, you know, so he wasn't really there. So you could always argue that, like, you know, maybe he doesn't understand what makes Chucky scary, because everything he did after that, he got sillier every time, you know? Right. But I think he proved right with this one. Like, this, his goal was to go back to basics and have a movie that tonally felt like the original and uh, I don't know about you, but I think he nailed it in like most of the movie. A couple times, maybe not, but I think for the most part, this feels back to scary Chucky and back to like playing with our fears as opposed to like what kind of funny thing can this guy say? And we also have a protagonist that we're like rooting for. Like it's it's not it's back to we're back to a main character exactly, yeah. not just following Chucky. Around. Yeah, because yeah, I mean we we had that complaint. And his adventures. We had that complaint about uh, uh, Bride of Chucky, but Curse was even worse in terms of not having a main character. Like Glenn, kind of, but like I didn't know what the hell he was doing. Half no. But yeah, so we we have Nika in this one, played by Brad Dorif's daughter Fiona Dorif. Um, and you know, say what you will about whether or not it's nepotism. I think she's fucking great in this role. It and, works. If yeah. it, when it works, it when it works, it works. Yeah, like and she even like looks like how her dad looked in the first movie. You know, like I mean, we'll get yes. into that more in the next one. But yeah, this one goes right back to being a horror movie. Um, we also should say, Seed of Chucky uh, did bomb at the box office, and it was the last one to ever come out in theaters, barring the remake. Um, so. Going forward, this one was a direct-to-DVD movie, and I'm I'm wondering if that's why it had a more stripped-down budget and maybe had less expectations on it and like allowed them to get a little more creative. Because yeah, this one does feel you know the last movie had a budget. Like you know, Redman's not going to show up in this one. This one feels cheaper, but not cheaper in a bad way. Like cheaper in like a ooh, Halloween style. Like we gotta we gotta work with what we got here to make something scary. Right. Um, and I really, yeah, I like this one. And I like this one, too, because it almost works as a remake. 
or a reboot, I should say, throughout most of the movie. And then you get that sweet reveal kind of in the third act where you find out like, no, this is a direct sequel to the continuity we've been watching. And I, I thought that was like a fucking great swisheroo. Because the first time I watched it, I don't know about you, but I thought it was a... I thought we were doing a full reboot because we weren't talking about anything. Andy, you know, like Chucky looked like he did back in the first movie. Oh, so, okay. so I just thought we were just like, okay, they're just rebooting Redoing Chucky. It. Yeah, like, but I wouldn't call it a remake because it was a whole new plot. So like, you know, a like reboot, like what they do with Batman or yeah. whatever. I was so turned off by Bride and Seed that I was like, I you, for you there was a, away. there was a chunk of time where I walked away from from all of the Child's Play movies, and then. A couple of years ago, I saw them all on I fr- I don't know if they were on like iTunes to rent or or if they were on Netflix. I don't remember. Yeah. But I just went and watched all of like the rest of them, and I watched like from seed through. But yeah, Curse of Chucky. I was like, I was so pleasantly surprised. <laughs> it, yeah, it, yeah, it, and- so good. I didn't walk away the way like you did, but I was also just like assuming the glory days were behind us. You know, like mm-hmm. I thought like, ah, if they make another one, whatever. And then, yeah, I was just like, is this fucking... Like, it reminded me that I loved Chucky. Like, it was... I think the the scene where all the characters are eating chili and you know there's poison in one of the so chili, good. but you don't know which one it is. Like, obviously, I'm not going to say anything as crazy as that's the level of like a Hitchcock movie, but it's got that essence of like understanding suspense you know yes. like that's some shit that he would have done in those movies back in the day where so it, suspense isn't you know tricky pops out of the closet like suspense is like fuck we're watching this uh, seven nice people sit around the table and one of them is about to die <laughs> and it could be a kid like we don't know who it is yeah um yeah i love that and then also even though it's a little bit cheaper and they definitely have to go on the cgi uh side for some of the effects i do think they get pretty inventive with the kills in this one too Mm-hmm. the the pastor after the car crash when he dies that one's brutal yeah yeah there's some really good ones that was a brutal one i wrote like returns to like 88 vibes um because i think kind of like what you were saying with the the suspense we really don't see him in full like we know he's there yeah but we don't see him in full form like we have for the last movies for most of the movie yeah like even as good as two is it doesn't do that because it knows like why do it again but like now it's been enough time where i like i miss that yes that that element where there is there's another kid involved and i love the choice to have nika be wheelchair bound because you know the joke's been made a thousand times that chucky is such a small doll like why why do people not just fight chucky (laughs) and so they smartly made his protagonist be an eight-year-old boy or a little Mm -hmm. six-year-old kid and so by having like her be in a wheelchair, it's like she has like the brains of an adult and the wits about her, but she's like physically just not yep. able to move, you know? Yeah. So like it's what a great move. Like I loved it. Yeah. I love the uh the scene where I wrote bed sheet scene. <laughs> um What is it? When I think it was when uh the the little what's the what's the What's Nika's niece's name? Oh, the little girl. Shit. But she's um Forgot. she's under like she's like scared and I think it was like there's like a storm outside and they're under like the bed sheets and she says, I'm scared and yeah. Chucky says, You fucking should be. Yeah. It's oh, so good. It's the best. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think of what I don't like about it. There's some stuff like uh, from what I remember, when the husband's entire death scene is the worst for me, like I, maybe I should get that. For, I should say that for best worst kill. <laughs> well, let, let me put a pin on that. But yeah, that's my worst kill. 
Um, but the other thing this movie does is it actually not only reveals that it's a sequel, but like puts a lot of backstory between Nika and Charles Lee Ray, where for the first time we go back to a Brad Dourif playing Charles Lee Ray, but essentially newly shot footage that adds to the scene from the original movie. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. Did you like that kind of like going back? Obviously a retcon stuff, but yeah. Uh, what do you think? I, I did. I there's I think some of it's kind of comical with like his backstory, but some of it is but it's also No, I, I like it because I what I didn't like, and maybe you would agree, with like the Bride and Seed movies, there you don't have that Charles Lee Ray part of I that's not true. Because the whole premise was like Charles Lee Ray and, and Tiffany were like together. Yeah. But you because it was so comical you kind of lose that like at like that you kind of forget that he's like I, I can't explain it yeah i think i kind of get what you're saying but also like in general i think the every time we go back to the well of charles e. Ray's backstory it just gets so convoluted mm. where nothing really makes sense where it's like obviously there was nothing about tiffany in the first movie then all of a sudden it was everything about tiffany and that was his whole like backstory and now all of a sudden we found out like he kind of like fell in love with Nika's yeah. mom during this you know and like it's like where was Tiffany during this and then yeah. we clearly see he goes straight from stabbing Tiffany's mom in the stomach with the scissors to then that bleeding directly into the scene in the first movie with the cops chasing him but then I was like but wait I thought he was in the middle of doing a crime with Eddie Caputo and Eddie Caputo was the getaway driver that was my problem with it yeah, yeah. so I was just like now like I, I just like I don't understand simultaneously going so hard to explain new backstory, but then like, just I don't know, like not doing your homework and like being like, ah, that didn't make sense. But I wrote like I imagine that they were on some kind of crime spree, but he was just running from murdering Nika's mom, and like, so why was Eddie Caputo there? Was he gonna like? Yeah, like I, you could stay at my place. Because in the original, like I don't remember his exact lines, but he even says like, "Where's Eddie?" or something like, "Eddie, where are you?" Like he's like clearly like there was a plan to like I they do this, then you meet here. Yeah, they were doing something. Right. The the Eddie was the getaway car. It doesn't make a lot of sense, but I'm weirdly like here for it. I don't know. I I was I don't know. I don't yeah. Know no, I like it a lot, and I like that it directly ties like Nika to him and yeah. like you know essentially you learn Chucky's the reason she's in the wheelchair because he's the one who stabbed his mom when she was pregnant with her mm -hmm. or stabbed her mom so yeah just I I think that was a great way to to like tie these stories together and not just have it be like oh another family you know mm -hmm. and then yeah the the final act reveal of that it was Tiffany who sent Chucky there and Tiffany's been sending Chucky all around to get revenge on all these different people and then we end with that awesome reveal of Alex Vincent as Andy once again. Chucky's going to commit yes. his plan on him, but Andy's been waiting. And he just blasts his head with that shotgun right when it ends. Oh, yeah. I loved it. And we see we see that Detective Mike has been hanging out with his mom. Yeah. No, I think that's in the next <laughs> one. Oh, is that oh wait, no, no, no. It's no, in it this is, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he's like, hear, how's Mike? Yeah, yeah. He's, we hear a <laughs> phone call between him and his mom. <laughs> So I'm an idiot who I wasn't expecting um, 
post credit scenes on these movies, so I actually turned it off right when the credits started and didn't see the scene. And oh. it wasn't until I started the next movie, like two years later, when it opens up with Andy and Chucky's head on a spike. And I was just like, whoa, 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 whoa. I saw the last movie. Like, what the fuck is this? And then I like went online and I found out that there was this missing scene. So like, I didn't get that sweet, like satisfying ending right at the very end. I think I only knew about it because... I don't remember when. I think I saw it on YouTube or something. Oh, really? I think I saw that for... I knew to look for it. I knew to wait for it for some reason. So I think I read about it somewhere or something. Nice. Um, uh, but yeah, I just think it was so exciting. And plus, I mean, it was like a double cliffhanger because Chucky also gets sent to the little girl's house whose name we can't remember. Uh, yes. Nika's niece. Yeah. Yeah, so that happens too. That I remember being... You know, we'll get to it, but I remember... The fact that they don't really follow through on that kind of bummed me out because I thought that was a cool ending. That would have been cool, yeah. and it would have. And to if they did a movie like following that, yeah, would have been really interesting. I mean, like they, they tell us what happens, but like we don't get to see any of yeah, it. Yeah, you know? exactly. Um, cool. Uh, you got anything else before we do best worst kill? No, I think that's all I have for this one. I my my the best kill for me was is the the father, the the priest. Oh, okay. Not, I, thought, not the I, thought, I was like really. I was like, oh, we're about to fight clarify yeah i know uh, the priest was yeah that was a great kill um just the reveal like the house when they moved the, th- the car out of the way and he's like oh that's okay. brutal put me back there with signs with the yeah oh, God. <laughs> oh man that's a good one uh my best i had to go with nika's sister um she's the one who gets stabbed in the eye uh it's just so brutal and like and like it's got it's that's a good use in my opinion of Chucky humor. Like he makes a joke there, but it's not so silly and over the top. Like it's like a it's just like it's like a nice blend of what I like when Chucky's mm-hmm. kind of an asshole. <laughs> but yeah, and he rolls her eye down the thing. Oh, it's brutal. But yeah, this one, uh, this one just gives me. It's so good. It gives me like haunted house kind of vibes. Yeah, because it's just it's very dark and it's the house is gigantic. I, I appreciate just how small it was. Like it wasn't you know like after the last movie. We went through the Hollywood Hills, you know, like it was, like yeah. it, it was, they, they've gotten so big in scope that I'd really like it. Like, it's like, it's about this little family, this woman mm-hmm. in a wheelchair and Chucky's in the house. Like the yep. end. It's really, uh, yeah. Uh, but what Chef's about worse? Kiss. Did you have a worse kill? Uh, I mean, you I, were, you were saying the yeah, dad. Yeah, I'm going to rail on the dad. It's just like, if you rewatch the scene, it's just like not that great writing. Like he's, he's watching, he's watching Chucky in the footage for like three full minutes before he even goes in the room. And then Chucky moves, throws a wheel, rolls the wheelchair at him, and it hits him in the shin, and he somehow does a front flip yeah. and lands on his back, which is like I don't know how that happened. And then Chucky just kind of wallows over and kills him. I just was like, I couldn't buy that that guy couldn't have gotten the best of Chucky. He was like a fully capable, like grown adult. <laughs> like I just feel like oh, you could have, you could have got him. Yeah, I'd say that one's probably the most boring. Cause other than that, there was the the nanny, right? That like, and she gets electrocuted. electrocuted. I like that one too. It's just a little too much CGI for me, but I do. Yeah. I like it. I think it's a funny like concept where he dumps the water over and electrocutes yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, and the reveal of the I love the the mom having an affair with the nanny, and the whole movie <laughs> it's set up that it's like the classic the 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 guys fucking the nanny. Yep. And, yeah, I, I didn't see that coming. You know, did not like, see that yeah. coming. And, like, see, that's a nice little clever way. Like, if he wants to just put, like, some general, you know, LGBTQ or, like, queer stuff in the movie. Like, that's a way to do it without it overtaking the whole movie. 
Yeah. And, you know, you just, it, like, normalizes it. It's like, yeah, yeah, of course yeah. that could happen. Like, it's yeah. not, it's, why is that crazy? You why know? does it have to be the dad? And I just it's love, good. yeah. But I also love where I do believe that the dad, like, thinks he has a chance with it. They, like, it, like, <laughs> like, you know, like, the whole time he's like, hey, you know, I'm able to bang the nanny. Um, <laughs> I could if I want. No, nope. Yeah. I couldn't. <laughs> oh, my God. Nice. <laughs> Chugging right along here with Cult of Chucky, released in 2017, written by Don Mancini, directed once again by Don Mancini, and starring, you know it, Brad Dourif, Fiona Dourif. Is this right? Alex Vincent? Back again? This time, the plot is, Nika is now committed to a mental institution after the events of the last film. Andy has thwarted Chucky and keeps his decapitated head in his house on a pike. Andy and Nika both slowly get tormented by Chucky, learning that there is now more than one Chucky doll on the loose. So yeah, here's Don Mancini getting his dream from all the way back in 1991. <laughs> Multiple Chuckies. That's kind of the, the twist on this one. You said I couldn't, but here I am. Yep. Yeah. I like this one a lot. Is it better than Curse? I don't I don't know. Uh, but I, I do like this one a lot. And Alex Vincent returning after the like and uh like the post credit scene yeah excellent yeah and i love the just the opening of like the way he just like is living this life of like blowtorching chucky for fun and then also <laughs> getting high with him like it's like it's it pretty wild yeah i dig this one too i was a little bit sour on it the first time i watched it i don't remember why i just i think i liked curse so much that this one was a little bit more back to like the goofy side a little bit um and i was just like and then, you know, I'm not always the biggest fan of the Insane Asylum setting for an mm-hmm. entire horror movie, but I don't know what it was when I watched it again this time. A lot, I was really liking it. I think it has, this one has some really good kills. Yes. I think the story's pretty damn good, and it's a fun kind of way to continue what happened in the last one. Yeah. It's, this one seems like the most sequel-ish sequel we've gotten yet, where, like, it's not just taking some elements, it's like directly following every thread from the last movie. Yeah. As opposed to like, oh, we have Andy again, or like, oh, here's Tiffany again. Like, it's like yeah. everything that happened in the last one is being followed up on in this one. So yeah. I, I dig that, um, which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's like she is here because of the events that directly took place in the last movie, whereas like Andy, it was like we just see him, you know, we see him with his mom, and then we see him with the foster family. It's like this is more... Like, these are the consequences of, of what, happened, of what happened in the last yeah. one. As for him sliding up and blowtorching and just torturing, like, Chucky, yeah. I don't know how... I would get too paranoid and be like, I'm talking to a fucking doll head yeah. that has tried to kill me so many times. I wouldn't be able to smoke it. <laughs> Yeah, I right. Couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't do it. It would fuck me uh, up. Yeah, just be like... Yeah. Or, or you're like... You, you get like... You just start thinking about it from different angles, too. You're like, oh, is this wrong? You know? You're like, should <laughs> yeah. I be doing this? I'm feeling bad for Chucky. <laughs> Which you shouldn't be. I know he tried to kill me, but, like, is this is this moral? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and the whole thing with the multiple Chucky's, like, at this point, the magic and the way it works has been changed so much in every movie that I don't care anymore. Yeah. And I feel like you're just going to go crazy if you try to, like hitch yourself to that wagon of like trying to make sense of the lore like it doesn't i don't i don't really get how multiple chucky's works like with consciousness and is there one true chucky that like and the rest are clones or are they all a little bit of chucky like it doesn't i don't yeah but <laughs> it's a 
fun way to do something we haven't seen before. That's all, that's what I'm gonna go with. I do think it for I tried to keep track of like which one would be like the head one, but it it doesn't it doesn't. No, you can't. it doesn't. You can't. The, like, yeah, is the head one the one that's head is on the pike in exactly. Andy's house? Like, is that the one that was from? That's the one that was from Curse. But then is that the Chucky that died at the end of Seed? Like, or did Tiffany just learn how to resurrect Chucky whenever she wants? Yeah. Which probably would make more sense. But no, because no, no, no. Because in Curse, when she peels back his skin, it's he's stitched, he's stitched together. up funny. Yeah. All right. Doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. The therapist is a piece of shit. Oh, my God. What a, <laughs> I, it's, Another piece of shit. I mean, Chucky even says it, but like the first time ever we get someone more evil than Chucky. Like, he's you know. Like, Dude. <laughs> yeah, like Chucky's grossed out. Yeah. But man, I love, I think my favorite part of this one is just the way Chucky's just like fucking with Nika. Like, it really is kind of a hopeless movie. Like, Nika just is not having a good run for it. <laughs> like, she's just getting fucked with the whole movie. When she tries to kill herself and Chucky stops her, like, that's such a crazy scene. Like, yeah. sa- he saves her life just because he's like, nah, I want to keep you alive so I can keep tormenting you. Yeah. You know? Like, that's, uh, that's Chucky right there. Like, oh, that's God, fucked up. Oh, God, I forgot about that part. Yeah. And then the way he's fucking with the one girl who, who thinks Chucky's her dead baby. You know, like, he's just, he's just, like, having a blast in his psychiatric ward. And that's what I think I like about this movie is... She was in uh, uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Really? She played a vampire in the episode um, with within the hospital, and I, I and I had watched that? it I, <laughs> because I was wa- showing episodes of that to my horror club at school, and then after that I was going into rewatching these, and I was like, oh, "That's a, that's definitely the same creepy, creepy night nurse." Yeah, her her character just kind of like I don't know creeps me out in this movie. Yeah, um, I wrote fuck Claire. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's the one that gets the bride of Chucky death with the glass falling all over her. I do remember that. Yeah, she. I just remember she had not a good attitude the entire well, movie. Well, I remember her just being so unbelievable because she was the number one denier of Chucky for the first half of the movie. Like mm-hmm. anytime someone even tried to entertain the idea that the doll was alive, she was like, no, it's not. You guys are crazy. And then like with like a drop of a hat, all of a sudden she's yelling, he'll kill us all. He'll kill us all. And I was like, wow, you believed real fast lady. Right. You did not. It didn't take you even a second to, to dive on board. <laughs> yeah. Everything's kind of like blurring together with this one. I, I what is I'm trying to remember the guy's name that um has multiple not, multiple Malcolm multiple Malcolm yeah literally multiple Malcolm yep I really enjoyed where he you think that like Chucky is possessing him yeah and and finally at the end you're like what he's been fucking faking it. yeah not faking but it like, but like yeah, adopting but it's not, it's this personality like magic. Yeah, and it wasn't it wasn't the magic yeah oh yeah that part's awesome I do really enjoy that. Yeah, they, they go real good with this this insane asylum setting. Like, like, like I said, it's not normally my favorite thing. I've always held Friday, uh, Nightmare 3 as the best example of doing it, of having a whole movie set in like a psych ward. Yeah. But uh, I, I really, this one this one works for me. Um, um, and then, you know, we get also the one thing we get in this one that we've never gotten before and actually sets us up story-wise for the new s- sequel show is that Chucky's finally not a doll when this one ends. Because he's, he's able to successfully possess I, Nika. I never thought about that with with going into the series and not 
and I, I'm just kind of like in, like waiting to see what they do. Yeah, like I've purposely, I haven't seen a single trailer or anything. I've been like, I've been just waiting. I mean, I think it's supposed to be the doll. I think it's, well, because there's still the other dolls. And when this one ends, That's there's, there's still tons of Chucky dolls. But then also there's, who I probably will believe is the one Chucky, but who knows. But we get her as Fiona. I, I, I don't know. And I know I already said I got spoilers for the show, but I actually genuinely don't know if the show will start with Fiona Dorf playing Chucky or Charles Lee Ray as opposed yeah. to playing Nika. I really hope they do because it, I love this series, but it really just, I get real mad when they set something up and then the sequel just pretends like it didn't happen. That would suck. Because my biggest, one of my biggest problems with this movie we're talking about now is actually that we don't really follow up on Nika's niece. We get, we, they tell us what happened to her and that Chucky basically tortured her mentally until he killed her. Is that what happened? Fuck, I actually might be thinking of it wrong. It's been a minute. Because doesn't he, like, torment Nika by saying, like... By saying, whoop. Didn't he, like, torment the... Like, because at the end of the last movie, he's at the niece's house. Yeah. And then don't we just find out that, like, Chucky basically ends up just eventually killing her? Yes. Yeah, but, like, we don't see it. No, we don't see it. But I wrote down... I, I remember her name was Alice. I wrote oh, Rip Alice. Alice. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let me just take that over because there's a lot of, like, back talking on that. But, yeah, one of my biggest beefs with this movie here is that, like... We had that sweet cliffhanger of Alice at the end of the last movie, and it plays very little into this movie. Yeah, uh, Chucky tells us what happens to it, but like it really seemed like we were gonna see just kind of that get followed through on, and it just seemed like they were interested in telling a different story. So like, all right, whatever, yeah. Yeah. So I'm afraid with the new series that they're just gonna be like, yeah, we don't actually want to tell the story of Chucky being a human. So uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. But it's you know, Don Mancini is the showrunner, so it's like he could do whatever he wants. It's his. It's his. Uh, that would. I mean that that would just. I, I just that thought, sucks to just not completely ignore. I know we've seen it in horror movies like before. Yeah. I mean, they're literally doing that with the new Halloweens. They're like, fuck all, two through all of them. Yeah, yeah. We're we're going in new. Yeah, um, no, I don't think I don't think it's gonna do that. Like completely disregard all of it i just think sometimes they pick and choose things to not acknowledge and yeah. like, i don't want that because yeah. i mean we only get like three minutes of it but by all accounts everything we see of brad of fiona Dorif transforming into charles lee ray is fucking good it like, works she so well she looks and acts like her dad at that age with that hair so good with the red with the red scarf and everything the hair it's un canny when uh, it's so good when we were filming the thing with brad dora for the tricky series and they were talking about his daughter and she said like when it came to this part she was getting like real nervous when it came to prepping it that she wanted to do a good job and so she was started to, like follow him around and because she's like she's like oh i want to see how you like you know i'm playing you so i want to see how you like eat and move and and check your watch and stuff and he was like that's not going to do anything because i'm not charles lee ray like like i don't <laughs> like you're not playing me you're playing a character and so you have the kind of and so like it took our moment to be like oh i get it like i need to kind of figure out what that character is oh, that's and hilarious. not just like mimic the actor playing him you know yeah yeah so i thought that was really really funny <laughs> um and then my other main like i like this one a lot my main other complaint is i do kind of think they do kind of waste alex vincent in this movie uh the opening is sweet but for the rest of the movie he doesn't do much and then he has this like pretty cool plan where he like hides a gun inside of a chucky mails that into the insane asylum so that way he could like find that chucky rip the gun out now he has a gun to fight but the way it plays out in the movie it's like that happens but then he immediately just gets locked in a cell and then yeah like, he gets thwarted so fast by Chucky. 
And actually, no, my biggest problem with it is, so he pulls out the gun from that one Chucky and then he uses that gun to kill that Chucky and basically uses all of his bullets on that Chucky. So I'm like, you mailed that Chucky there. So it's like, it was like a weird, you know what I mean? Like you he was knew. solving a problem that he created. You know, it's like, yes. like I need a gun in there to kill a Chucky. I better put it in a Chucky, but then I need to kill that <laughs> Chucky. It's like, I don't know. I just feel like they could have came up with something better. And I know he's in the future series, so maybe they will find a way to redeem it. Mm-hmm. But I just remember, you know, we're now in the limbo of this movie being five years old and we haven't had any follow up. So I just, I still feel a little unsatisfied. Like the, I thought I was like, we're going to get a whole movie, especially at the ending of the last one of him being so prepared for Chucky that he blasted his head off and then he just like got thwarted real fast. Yeah. And it, he ends up just being locked up. Yeah. Like, it's like, like, he, like, like he doesn't help at all. He doesn't help or hurt <laughs> the ending. Like he just shows up and then gets himself <laughs> locked up. And it's just like, <laughs> like it'd be one thing if he showed up and like made it worse or better for Nika somehow. But like, like him and Nika don't even meet. Like, you know, like there are two heroes. Yeah. I, it I, is. I, it's just like, I don't know. Like, I hate to yeah, yeah. I, I hate to say this, but like I'm wondering because Alex Vincent didn't really stay an actor. Do you think like they just don't have faith that he could carry a lot of scenes? Because like he doesn't have that much screen time, and like you know like it's not like he's been acting for 30 years. Like he kind of left acting and came back to do this. I think that this is something that they do in film a lot, which is like we know that you want to see the OGs, yeah, and we're but we're not gonna pay them a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they get this amount of screen time just just to tease, just to tease. Yeah. And don't really do a whole lot with it. Like I'm thinking back to like some of the Star Wars movies, like like not not like Yeah, they kinda do it with Lando in that last one. Yes. Like he's there, but he's what's he really but like doing? Barely there, you yeah, know. Yeah, he's just there to say a couple lines. So I think that I feel like that's what they do a lot when it comes to sequels or reboots and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and they just give you a little a little taste. Um I mean, I do think that Alex Vincent was in this for a decent amount more than more than other movies oh, for where sure. they where they bring back the OG cast and stuff like that, but yeah. But yeah, I like I love that he returned. I, lo- I hope it opens the door that I would love to see Catherine Hicks. I would love to see Detective Mike Norris like in this future series. And it definitely did open the door because the post credits on this movie is we get Kyle coming back, which yes. is fucking awesome. Like who would have I mean, you know, that's you said that was your favorite installment, so like Yes. That had Kyle and Kyle's definitely my favorite like side character. Yeah. <laughs> and and really like think about it the only real continuity and like callbacks we generally get are Andy and then like Tiffany and the stuff that happened after. Like we don't really in the series talk about part two and three that often. Mm-hmm. So by bringing Kyle back, it's kind of like, Oh sweet. We're like, yeah. we're, we're, we're going back to the well a little bit. Absolutely. So I just hope that she doesn't come up with a plan in the next, in this TV show and get locked up for the whole series. <laughs> um, and it's also so interesting too, because you know, when this, movie finished i imagine the thought was to make another movie like they definitely weren't planning the tv show that happened naturally just out of sci-fi wanting to make one so okay yeah yeah, like like in 2017 when this came out it wasn't like all right then this will end and we'll bleed into a tv show like you know i assume that it was the plan was let's make a new movie and then the tv show happened and so he's like oh i'll continue it there and plus another movie happened that we'll be talking about next that also kind (laughs) of made the company putting out these make it feel not worth it to make a movie. Um, but before we get there, um, what do you got on the best worst kill count? 
Um, I put Madeline with the arm in the mouth throat oh, thing. Oh, brutal. Yeah, that one's tough. When she like rips her uh, tongue that was out. Sick. Oh, yeah, that one's tough. Oh, man. I'm sorry, Masha, the editor. I know you don't like uh, when we put that imagery in your head, but it is what it is. That was wild. Um, I had to go with multiple Malcolm. Um, I just love... It's like a pun that I think really works where... You know, he's he's freaking out and saying, I can still feel Chucky in my head because he felt possessed by Chucky. Yeah. And he's like, he's in my head. I can feel him in my head. And then as he's saying that, a drill goes through his head and Chucky literally like drills into his head. Like, I just, I, I thought it was great. <laughs> <laughs> and then for worst, I actually, I like all of them. But if I had to pick, I'd go with Claire only because it was too similar to the one we saw in Bride. So I'm like. I think that's fair. Yeah, but I actually, I think it's better than the one in Bride. Like, I think they do it really well. But yeah, like, by the nature of Best Worst, you have to pick. That closes out the storyline that we've been following this whole way for now until the show picks up. But it is not the last movie that we're going to be talking about. So now we're going to jump ahead two years to the Child's Play remake released in 2019. Written not by Don Mancini, but by Tyler Burton Smith. Directed not by Don Mancini, but Lars Klevberg. And starring not Brad Dourif, but Mark Hamill, Gabriel Bateman, Aubrey Plaza, and Brian Tyree Henry. And the plot of this one is a 13-year-old Andy receives a My Buddy doll for his birthday, but is unaware of its sinister capabilities. So we've been purposely not talking too much about behind the scenes here, because I like to make franchise deep dive about why we love the franchise. But it's impossible to talk about this remake without some behind-the-scenes <laughs> stuff. So I was like, you noticed I was saying this wasn't Don Mancini, this wasn't Brad Dourif, every other movie has been. This, uh, and I, I might have my facts wrong because I haven't read up on it too much, but essentially MGM owns the original Child's Play movie, and Don Mancini owns the rights to Chucky, which is why everything post-98 has been Chucky, Bride of Chucky, Seed of Chucky, Curse of Chucky, Cult of Chucky, Chucky the TV show. They haven't used the words Child's Play since part three. Oh, um, that's for, why. For, for legal reasons. Did not know that. So MGM wanted to go ahead and make a remake of Child's Play. I don't know how much they talked to Don Mancini, but I do know that Don Mancini was not interested he, which understandably, I mean, in 20, he's like, I'm still making these movies. Like, it's it's one thing to remake Halloween in 2007 when the last one came out 2002 and there's no plans to make any future ones. So you do a remake, yeah. you know, it's like, but this is 2017 and the remake came out 2019, like the last installment and it ended on a cliffhanger and by all accounts he was planning on continuing the story. So he was furious. Uh, Brad Dourif, you know, he, they've been friends for since the day one. So he's like, if you're not doing it, I'm not doing it. And so this one actually just had nothing to do with the creative team that's been working on Chucky up to this. And also this new Chucky series has nothing to do with it either. This is like by all accounts a different Chucky. And what I what I like about it is they were actually they weren't allowed to redo any kills from previous Chucky movies. And also they had to come up with a new backstory. They couldn't use the same storyline for Chucky, so they couldn't be a serial killer who uses magic to f go into a doll. They had to come up with a new concept. And, you know, we'll talk about reasonings, but I think those are the reasons why I think this, in my opinion, is one of the better horror remakes out there because it's more like a new spin on what Chucky could be instead of just telling the exact same story and refilming the same scenes. 
absolutely um that's my little spiel about how this one got made yeah i did not i didn't know that that's why it's been of chucky of chucky yeah it's kind of always bothered me that they just go from child's play to and i i thought that a lot of that had to do with like not focusing on andy anymore and and going a new direction you know it was it was i can't and i don't remember the studio's names but whatever studio was putting them out just like i think they sold the rights after three or something they were just like we don't want to make these anymore and so don mancini kind of retained rights to his characters um but because like i told you in that first one he just sold the script and they made the movie without him i think that's why the studio technically has the rights to child's play Mm. it's real wild and like i remember reading i was reading all of this leading up to it and i was so ready to be on team don mancini like hurrah hurrah like creative intent like don't take this away from him like fuck the studio fuck remakes like fuck (laughs) all this like that's not what this is supposed to be but i was at the theaters seeing this movie and i think it does a lot right and i really like it so it's like yeah i get it and i totally understand his positioning but it's tough when at the end of the day i I just i really enjoy this one it makes me wonder would they have gone this whole other approach with it if he did agree to a remake yeah i don't know or Um, did that come after they were like, oh, you can't do this, you can't do this, you can't do this. Yeah, you'd have to read up on it. I don't know. But I do know he was pretty sour on it right from the beginning. Because like I said, like he, he's he, ended, still making movies. he ended it on a huge cliffhanger. And he's like, I'm <laughs> writing the next one. Like, what are you talking about? And I wouldn't be surprised if this is the reason we're getting a Chucky TV show and not another movie. Mm-hmm. Just for, it's like it's easier to sell a TV show than to sell another movie and like explain to people. Like, this isn't chucky from two years ago from 2019 this is a different chucky yeah and uh so it's uh, yeah it's just by all accounts a whole different thing but i mean by not going that magic route i really like this whole like chucky's essentially like a a google home or like an alexa and i find the story super interesting that there's nothing evil about him he's just programmed to do what he thinks makes us happy and by watching like human nature he just like becomes a killer it's like i I find it's not the deepest movie of all time it's a slasher movie but (laughs) you know it scratches on those themes so i I really like that because we haven't gotten a chance to do that yet chucky's been pure evil since day one like there's never an ounce of of why he does it or anything like that yeah it goes with this whole like are monsters born that way or are they made that way yeah and we see this like this buddy, this buddy Yeah, my doll. buddy is what they call my it. My buddy. Yeah. Uh, you know, being made to be, you know, a monster and evil and stuff like that. But weirdly also, though, out of the good of his heart. Yeah. I mean, I love I love that his first violent tendency is comes because he's watching teenagers watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Yeah. And they're doing what teenagers do, which is laugh at all the violence and gore. Yep. And so he's like, oh, if this movie makes him happy, I know how to make him happy. I'll mm-hmm. kill this cat. You know? And like, yeah. like, and like, it, it tracked for me. The first time I saw it, I was like, holy fuck, I believe it. Like, I believe Chucky believes he's yeah. doing the right thing. Yeah. And then just over time, he gets like pushed to the edge and it's like. Yeah, you like almost feel bad for him. It's pretty wild. I felt bad for him for the entire movie. Like until the end when he's like now like okay, you're 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 an evil you're evil now. Yeah. Um majority of the movie I was like, it, but he just doesn't know. Somebody needs to teach him. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> exactly. Um, and I like the other changes they made, too. I like that Andy's older now. It's just something else. Like, you know, he wasn't 13 in the first movie, so it's like a different angle. Even with uh, Aubrey Plaza playing his mom, they purposely went like the young mom route where yeah. she says something about how she got pregnant at like 16 or something. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then uh, even like Detective Mike, like he's now their neighbor. He's like he has a couple more scenes with Andy. Like he just, I like it. I, th- I think they they really honor the characters well while so doing it differently. They're not just copying the original, right? Um, and plus the casting is great. Who doesn't love Aubrey Plaza and fucking Paperboy from Atlanta? Like they're, they're, it's <laughs> two great two great actors. Yeah, and the the kid uh, he was in the Lights Out movie. Um, oh yeah, I showed shit. that to my horror club. They loved that movie. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, and major. Ob- I mean, obviously, this is this is very obvious, but like all of the ET vibes throughout the entire yeah. movie, like down to Even like his the kid. Glowed. Yeah, it's just it's so it's so we we loved ET. We cared about that alien. Yeah. he wanted to learn how to be how what, to how to navigate. Yeah, what if what if ET was left alone to watch Texas Chainsaw exactly. Massacre all day? So like, <laughs> Poor Chucky. Yeah, it's Poor Chucky good. in this one. Yeah, that one scene when Andy's trying to sleep and Chucky's playing the recorded noises of his cat getting killed. Oh, that God. was brutal. Yeah. Like at that point, Chucky's like purposely fucking with Andy and you're just like, oh my God. Like mm-hmm. they, they do some really inventive stuff. Like I was it's so... It's really interesting. I truly went to the theaters ready to be like, fuck this movie. That man scene, he's the king. Like, And then I walked away and I was like, I don't want old Chucky gone. Like I truly want to see what happens after curse mm-hmm. but i i like living in a world where we can have two chuckies because i think this is great it's and i don't know if we're ever going to get it but if they decided to sequelize this i'd be on board i'd I, if mark hamill came back we didn't even talk about him if you're gonna lose brad duraf i think mark hamill's the best choice you can pick he's such a good voice actor i don't i like as i like brad duraf's voice is recognizable as chucky yeah whereas mark hamill I guess I ne- I I forget that it is him. Yeah. Because. Be- well, I think that's why it's good because he is. I, I think he's more of a voice actor than yeah. than Brad Dourif is. Like I don't yeah. think Brad Dourif does much outside of Chucky. Right. But you know, Mark Hamill's the Joker. Like he's every. Like he's been doing voice acting just as long as he's been doing regular acting. Right, so it's right. like, yeah, yes, he's Luke Skywalker, but I think he's more of a voice actor. Mm. Um, which is it's a whole different skill set, you know. So I, he, exactly. that's why he's able to. Yeah, disguise himself so good. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I loved his his take on it. It was I, excellent. I love the the uh, my buddy song he sings. You are my buddy. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like by having him be electronic, they were also able to come up with like just new inventive shit that Chucky Chucky wasn't able to control other toys and use them to kill call cars. Yeah, or like those planes that were like blind diving. And yeah. you know when he. When the guy is going to wear the My Buddy mascot thing and right before he puts the helmet on and Chucky slits that knife in and gets his throat is one of the best scenes. Yeah. <laughs> you just see him all woozy stepping around and then he opens up his thing and that blood goes across the kids <laughs> that are all sitting right next to him. <laughs> oh, it's fucking wild. Um, yeah, I actually, I don't even remember looking up like what, uh, how this movie did. So like, I don't know if they, if they would even consider sequelizing it. But I, I would imagine think it did really well yeah i would i'd be on board probably in the 80s on rotten tomatoes oh yeah I yeah assume. i yeah. guess i was just thinking more money because they tend to oh, th- okay. that tends to be the more signifier if they'll make another one than, than reviews oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would make sense i a question with this one would you get like a a robot doll that controls your house and helps call ubers and <laughs> no it seems no. inconvenient like i just feel like there's nothing that thing does that the Alexa and shit doesn't already well, do. Well, I was going to... Do you have an Alexa? No, or... I don't have any of that stuff. Yeah. No, I don't... 
Uh, people make fun of me, but I just I don't I don't like talking to electronics. It just it's that's not that's like I don't it's, know. It's weird. It's creepy. It's I, weird. We don't have one either. And especially when I'm home alone, it's the weirdest. Like I'm just like I just don't like it. Like it's no. it's weird. Nope. Yeah, so I definitely wouldn't get. It. But yeah, like putting it all into a doll. I don't know if I could buy that. That would take America by storm the way that my buddy did. <laughs> no. Like it just seems way too inconvenient. Like why couldn't this be a little? thing that's on the desk you know like that yeah <laughs> the way an amazon dot is or whatever the hell <laughs> all that stuff for my um my best kill i think i have to go with the my buddy guy that i was talking about when he puts the mask on and then gets stabbed in the throat yeah it's just insane that one's very gruesome i do like that one for me it was the um i guess uh would it be the like the maintenance guy in the in the apartment building. Oh yeah, when he's like increasing the heat on the uh, on the pipes and everything. Yeah, like he's and holding like, onto the pipes over the saw, and he's Chucky's yes, making it hotter. Yeah, that one puts me on the edge of my seat. I'm stressed awesome. the entire time watching yeah. that one. Yeah, I like that one, and I I, I do kind of like the uh, the guy who has a second family who's Andy's oh, mom's the, boyfriend. The lawnmower, right? Yeah, yeah, that one's pretty good. That one remind uh, brought me back to uh, the lawnmower scene in um in Sinister. Oh yeah, Oof, oh, afraid scene. of lawnmowers now. I'm, lawnmowers and talking dolls. I, I don't I don't like love Sinister, but I love that I saw it in theaters because of that yeah. moment. The whole room screamed like it was worth it just for that. Like everyone in the theater, oh, we all jumped and screamed at the same time, and I was like, "Yep, worth it." Nightmarish. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't have much else to say about this one other than I think it's no. a real solid entry and I'm down for these types of remakes where you take the general idea of something mm-hmm. and then just do your own take on it. It's a remake done right. Maybe more more owners of original scripts and titles need to give <laughs> yeah less leeway <laughs> to Seriously. to their remake. Like you could do this, but you got to do it better. Well, yeah, I mean, but this one was like a unique case. Like mm-hmm. I don't think most... You know, it's like the guy who wrote John Wick. You can't just, like, take it away from the studio. They're like, no, it's ours. You know, like, yeah. this was a unique case where he just happened to have the rights. And yep. It was pretty pretty wild. Well, shit, before we get into our ranking, I mean, do you have any final thoughts on, on the series and the franchise? Um, I still always wonder what it could have been without Tiffany. <laughs> I don't oh, know. Wow. I don't know. I know. I this is my con- very fucking controversial opinion. I like Chucky for Chucky. Yeah. Um I I it's I don't know if I like the the duo. I don't know if I like the pair yeah. thing. Okay. And I like that in the end it went back to it just being Chucky. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I and think you they, see Jennifer too. I think like, they used her well, especially in this last one. Like that, that you know, she can be there, but yeah, to not you don't have to focus on it on her as much as in the old ones. Yeah, and I think I think I'm just sour from Bride of Chucky. I did wow. not like it. I can't um, believe you hate for it. Like it's it's <laughs> like I'm so middling on it where I don't hate or love it, but I it's like it. it blows my mind. I think it's uh, boring. I think it's boring. Um, it's 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 not what I signed up for, and that's my that's I yeah. I don't. So I just always wonder where. Not that where it could have been. It still ended up in a good place. Um, obviously, Don Mancini went back to like kind of like the OG takes with some Tiffany like there. Yeah. Like as Jennifer Tilly. That also really fucks me. <laughs> yeah. That was something. Oh, that was something that I didn't bring up with. It's seed. Seed. What the fuck? <laughs> I know. It's like 
Jennifer, t- it's it's it's, a it's lot. so silly. It's 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 really yeah. Honestly, listeners, if you don't know what we're talking about, it's not even worth bringing up. It's just like it's just confusing of her <laughs> yeah. who Jennifer Tilly's playing Jennifer Tilly, but also playing Tiffany, and it's just like that confused the shit out of me. The first yeah. time I saw that, I was I was I didn't know who was supposed to be who. Thankfully, none um, of that movie makes sense. So yeah, um, that would that would be it for like my my extra takes was just I don't know yeah. I don't know I I want to know if there are other people that aren't diehard tiffany fans out there um <laughs> i think there are i think there definitely are um i'm i'm with you in the sense of i yeah, for the scary chuckies i think there's a lot of a lot you can do with this character to be actually scary when his general kind of view by most people is that it's a very silly franchise like most people don't take you seriously if you're like oh i want to watch like a chucky movie they'd be like oh that's that stupid movie all right sure mm-hmm. like I think there's actually a, a lot of evidence in the ser- franchise that you could be legitimately scary with it and not just like there's a silly doll movie where he says fuck and, yeah. and pisses and comes everywhere. Right. So yeah, I mean, if you haven't watched them and you listen to all this for some weird reason, give them a chance. There's honestly, I never would have thought I would say it's one of my top three horror franchises, but there's way more good than there is bad in this franchise. <laughs> so uh, you want to rank them? I think we go, uh, we go best all the way down to worst. Yes. All right, so I'm, I'm going to go first. My number one is Child's Play, original 1988. I just, I got to give it to the king. I love this one. <laughs> I It's the one that I've seen the most. I think it's the tightest, the most well-paced, great kills. And it is the best scary Chucky, I think, out there, in my opinion. So that's my number one. Uh, my number one is Child's Play 2 because there are sequels that I think do better than the original. Hey. We've seen Terminator 2. Oh, yeah. Child's Play 2 is definitely my favorite. Nice. Yeah, you you, you, you said that straight I, up. I, right I knew you loved it because as soon as I said like, this is my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I like a lot about Child's Play 2, um, but uh, it's, it's not, I don't think it's the best one, but I, mm-hmm. I dig it a lot. But that's sick. All right. Uh, what is your number two? My number two is Child's Play 1. Nice. Any, anything bad or just... You, I don't, don't think there's anything bad with it. I really don't. I can't think of anything that... Aside of like some of like the like funny stuff that we talked about with like, oh, Dr. Death and like the why did you pick... Why would you give him the secrets I to know, voodoo? but yeah, we know what we're, what um, we're watching here. <laughs> no, but like I, I don't think there's anything bad with it. I think I just... Um, I think I... I think I've seen, I think I watched Child's Play 2 more as a kid. So it's that nostalgia feel. Um, sure. And it always just captured my interest way more than the first one when I was little. Nice, nice. My number two is going to Curse of Chucky. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I, oh, I love this one. I, I think it's the closest. I think it's the closest we ever get to that first movie's feel. All the, right. The small house, the wondering if it's Chucky doing it or not. The, just just the vibes and like it brought me back like it was like i was so out after after seed that i was just like i couldn't believe i not only loved it this much that i was like excited to see what was going to happen next so yeah I, so I, it's I, that like mystery that kind of like brings you into it of like uh like, yeah, yeah, like, is, like is, watching Chucky run around the house and, and fuck with his family, yep. like and mess with their like minds and like, and then yeah, like I, I and I love Fiona Dorif, I love the wheelchair aspect of it. Like, I just think it's it's so close to the first one. Like, it, um, it's I find it so effective. It's like being introduced to Chucky all over again yeah, for the first time. Exactly. Yeah. All right. What do you got for number three? 
I put Child's Play 3. <laughs> Child's Play 3 is number 3. Whoa. I put the OGs in the first three. That's bananas. <laughs> those are the first three that I watched it the just, most. That's, hey, I love it. I love it. We are not going to be on the same page, but I love it. Um, uh, I have to I have yeah. to give it to the originals. The, no, I mean, yeah, that's, that's, where you're, that's where your nostalgia lies. Like, you, you grew up with those. I guess, yeah. And plus, like, it was like, it was like a nice, it was a, it was a more innocent time with those three. Like, yes. it wasn't. Chucky wasn't, you know, on WCW giving suplexes. Like he was, he was just a just a good old horror villain. Yep. Good in those days. So I give it. There. Don't agree, true. but I love it. I love that. That's how you feel. <laughs> um, my three is going to Child's Play Remake 2019. Okay. I. <laughs> you are not into it. <laughs> Yo, I I couldn't think of a bad thing to say about this when we were talking about this one. I think it's scary, Chucky. I think it's inventive. I I hate that I'm pissing on Don Mancini's uh, legacy by saying it, but it's just fucking good. I think it's like I, I when I go down to like what I consider the scariest of Chucky's, I of like most effective horror wise, I go these these top three. I love I love me some new Chucky. It is good. Yeah, that's my three. It is good. Um, just because we just talked about it, I will say my number four is Child's Play Two. So uh, I like it a lot. It's in the top four, but I can't. Top four. I can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't condone. It's not the same as as these other two. Um, I put a cult, and I wrote because it has the best kills. I think out of the new ones. All I right. think the. I think it, we, Yeah, I'll give you that. The kills were really creative in this one. And uh, they had a little bit more of a budget than Curse. I think so. Like mm-hmm. you didn't have that effect of sometimes it just looked a little too cheesy. Yeah. So I'll give it to you. Um, that's cool. That's cool. That was your four? Yep. Cool. My five is Cult. So um, I like it a lot. It's not, I don't think it's as good as Curse, but it's a cool follow-up. And I dig everything we just said. I put Curse as, as five. Because I, I think I wrote that it was a little bit... I, not that it was boring to me. I don't think it was boring, but it felt more, I guess, dull than Cult. All right. And, and somehow more dull than three, which is I just don't understand. But three like <laughs> has its rightful place. <laughs> it, like it's like I it's like you're okay. I, I feel like three's the weirdo who has two cool friends that got him into the party because I don't <laughs> think three is if three shut up alone, you wouldn't let him into the house. I think that was a very good analogy. <laughs> uh. I think three's not that good. <laughs> oh shit. Cool. So my six is Bride of Chucky. I don't hate it as much as you do, but it's definitely in my bottom three. It's I enjoy I enjoy it as a fun watch. I can get drunk with some buddies and get a good laugh out of it. But when I'm like alone and like stone sober, it's definitely boring. <laughs> you know, like it's not. And I just I I liked it more when I was a teenager. And the older I get, the less I just like find it cool that there's like heavy metal and you know just like stuff yeah. that when i was younger i was like badass and like I'm just probably like, a good soundtrack but yeah but i'm like that, that none of that makes a good movie like right. it might make an entertaining movie but yeah so that's why it's it's my yeah. number six i put <laughs> seed <laughs> <laughs> how you think there are two movies worse than seed or chucky that's crazy the, that the thing is i didn't i didn't put the remake oh, on this okay. list. Oh, okay. I was about to say, I can't believe you think the remake is that bad. I didn't put the remake because I think that that is its own standalone film, even though it's pegged as a remake. All right, all right. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I put Seed before Bride for the same reason I said before. 
I said, at least funny. <laughs> wow. Um, and I like British Glenn Glenda. Um, I really just like seed, I think, for Glenn. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, it doesn't make a lick of fucking sense. Yep. Uh, Jennifer Tilly and Tiffany. Uh, as Jennifer Tilly as two characters also playing herself. Very annoying. Um, but I thought that it was at least funny. Because I thought Bride wow. was boring as shit. Uh, and I didn't like all the, I don't know. I can't believe we don't have a single ranking that matches up. This no. is hilarious. <laughs> my yeah, my my seven or second to last because I have one more than you is Child's Play three. Uh, I find this one to be pretty damn boring. Um, I I just it, it's like it's too unspectacular for me. Like it doesn't do much new, and uh, I don't know. I just it's same things I said earlier. <laughs> it's just it's, it's, it's not nothing too scary to me about military school, and uh, yeah, not for me. And then my finale number eight is Seed of Chucky. This movie gonna take a hike. I don't think I'll ever watch it for the rest of my life unless <laughs> I'm doing. The only way I'll watch it again is if I'm doing like a decided rewatch like this. You know, I'm like I'm gonna yeah. watch all of them again. But I can't imagine a world where I would be like I'm in the mood for Seed of Chucky. See, like I, I like I would put I would put um. Like, if Child's Play 3 were on TV... I'd watch it. I would watch it. Oh, yeah, I would, too. Seed? Or... Br- Seed? Maybe. Bride? Definitely not. Yeah, fair. <laughs> I, I would watch Bride. I would not watch Seed. <laughs> I love these. This is now the third franchise deep dive we've done. And so far, in each franchise, there's only one movie that I genuinely don't like and don't ever really want to watch again. Um, which is crazy because usually I, I thought I was going to like dislike like three or four. Like, you know, like sometimes you're like, ah, I like this one. I like that one. But in between Fast and Furious, I, I I can easily watch all of them except I hate four. I just, I fucking, so boring. Okay. And Halloween, man, I never, ever want to watch Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers ever again. I hate it so much. I, why people really don't like that one and it, i don't know why i before i rewatched it for the, this last ranking it was ranked like in the middle and it went to dead last like i truly it's it's duller than anything i've ever watched that's Re- the because i i always and i always try to make sure they're not talking about six curse of michael no. myers See, that, that one, one is terrible i think curse of michael myers and halloween resurrection are both on paper, worse movies than five. Yeah. But five just has that unforgivable sin of being so boring and nothing bad about it is like exciting. Like, Curse is so bad, you have to see it. Curse of Michael Myers, you're like, yeah. This movie is so broken, you don't even believe it. Like, you have to check it out. And then you're like, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? That's what happens? Like, you know, there's magic and shit. Like, it's so bad, you have to check it out. And I agree. I say the same thing with Resurrection. Like, like, you have to see Busta Rhymes in this movie. You just have to. <laughs> it's not good, but you're not going to believe yeah, it unless you I've see it. You have to watch it once. Halloween yeah. 5 is nothing for me. I'm sorry. I'm actually reiterating everything I said in the last, on the franchise deep dive. <laughs> so, no, this the is, folks already know. This but, is interesting to hear, But though. same thing. Child's, uh, Child's Play. Seed of Chucky is the one that I truly don't want to watch anymore. Like, I'm done. Like, I, I, I think... You're yeah. done with the, the goofiness and the... Yeah, and just The everything. ridiculousness and of I it love, all. I love Redman. One of my favorite rappers. I just think he sucks in the movie. Why? <laughs> that was supposed to be Quentin Tarantino. I heard. Yeah, I read that. Yeah, or like at least when they wrote the script, they wanted it to be. Even then... Quentin Tarantino didn't want to be yeah. in Seed of Chucky. Quentin Tarantino, who said yes to Little Nicky, said no to Seed of Chucky. <laughs> like... Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's fantastic. Uh... 
Oh my god, well, what a journey. Right through, right on through to all the Chuckies. Um, do you have any uh, excitement or predictions about the series? You think anything you think is going to happen? Um, I've I've watched the trailers. Um, I'm just I, I'm going to take it for what it is. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Judging from the trailers, I am again wondering, like with the like how we talked about with not a lot of like cameos tend to be small. Yeah. So I I do wonder how big of a role alex vincent will have right in exactly in the series and same thing with kyle um because i think you said that kyle's supposed to be back too i think she's so. supposed to be in this i one. think i read that and plus she was the cliffhanger of the last movie yeah so unless the actor couldn't do it I, have, yeah. I don't know why they wouldn't bring her back um so that's uh, that would be my question but i'm looking forward to it um i've never watched a tv series that was based off of a movie or or like a franchise that i really really enjoy as much as i feel like we just shit on it <laughs> you didn't uh you didn't watch scream oh that's a lie i i i watched that way after the fact oh, i watched okay. it when it was on netflix oh, I, I watched that shit live it's it's oh, not God. great but i was i was into it i, was I thought like, it was fun i think yeah i have a weird sweet spot for scream like there was i remember i was sitting with my sister-in-law and i was watching it one day and i was so into it where i was like i would watch anything scream i would watch scream the musical if they made it like if you just <laughs> put that fucking mask on someone and tell me it's gonna be a whodunit mystery i'm on board like because the writing on that show is nowhere near the caliber of the no. best movies. But it was fun to figure, was try fun. to figure out like who it was yeah. and like, who it is and everything. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, I, I you were saying... Uh, no, yeah, I completely yeah. forgot about that. So thank you for reminding me. I have the MTV version of it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping sci-fi... Hopefully they could do it. But it is it's Don Mancini. Like, it's not like Wes That's Craven made Scream the TV series. Like, usually it's like exactly. a passion. I'm trying to think. Uh, I liked... Um, I like Bates Motel. I thought that was a really pretty good series based on a, a thing, based on Psycho. Shit, I'm completely forgetting about all. You of watched these. that too. I <laughs> you're like, and, and I watched I, Hannibal, and I watched The Exorcist, and I watched. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I didn't finish um, Bates Motel because there was such a chunk of time in between the seasons that I would always forget what happened. Uh, and see, I that was one I, I Netflix that one where I didn't see it till after, so I yeah. just learned right through it. I gave up. I would like to rewatch it. It's everything but. with Norma and Norman is really good, but then half of the show is like a drug cartel like mob story. Yeah. And it's not very good. Like that's that's my biggest beef with that show. I was like, I don't know what like what in in psycho told you that we should make like a the wire slash ozarks esque it feels a lot like the ozarks but way less well written so it's just like there's right. so many shootouts i'm like i couldn't believe how many shootouts are in a psycho tv show right so that's it's like yeah. it is psycho, you gotta take the good with the bad like but way... i love i love what they do with norman and norma like i think those acts vera formiga so good yeah, so good we're, we're rambling on I, honestly i'm just hoping to get some recommendations on what to watch this holiday season for horror tv shows uh definitely recommend uh midnight mass i heard about that that's it's mike flanagan right yeah uh, we're halfway mike through flanagan. that right now fucking excellent did you um i just read this online do you watch a lot of mike flanagan stuff i watched all of i will watch all of his stuff so i think you, it's excellent you, you've seen hush yes so in hush uh catherine what's her name his wife catherine siegel uh, i don't remember i don't remember her name, her name but the, his wife the star of the movie She's an author in that movie, and she's writing a book, and the book she's writing is Midnight, Midnight Mass. Mass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard you know? about that, I yeah. was like, that's fucking bananas. So wild. Yeah, I How gotta check that out. How long is he planning it? 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I love Mike Flanagan. I got to check that out. I will watch anything he puts out. Yeah, me too. Um, I've not been disappointed by anything. And him doing... He did Dr. Sleep, I yeah, believe, right? I, I was Dr. very, Sleep. very relieved <laughs> yeah, that he did it. Yeah, who would have thought that that um, would have turned out good? Yeah. Um, yeah, I love that. Um, I love... It. Have you seen Gerald's Game? Yes. Whew, that's a brutal one. Oh, God, I love yeah. that one. Yeah, he's good. He's good. All right, we're we're rambling here, folks. We should probably cut this one off. <laughs> Ashley, thank you so much for joining us here on Fear What I Fear. Um, I I know I thank you. I sure the listeners thank you, and definitely Masha thanks you because every time I get a guest on here to talk horror, that means she doesn't have to do it, and she <laughs> loves to not talk about horror. So you're making her very happy. Thank you for having me. Of course, and we're definitely going to have you again in the future. Uh, maybe not something for as epic as a franchise deep dive, but we could always just do just a good old-fashioned standard any, episode. Any if horror. You, if you got some horror you want to show me, or if I come up with something we could show you, we could do them both. It'll be great. But anyway, folks, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy our podcast, please be sure to subscribe and tell a friend. Also, if you have the time, take a moment to rate and review. Every bit of feedback helps. I'm Ashley. And I'm Andy, and I hope you fear what I fear. <laughs>